The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD or its components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. Did you do any Black Friday shopping? Well, Black Friday, man, we, we don't like man it's too many things going on in the world right now to be honest with you man so mm-hmm. when you talk about black friday I me mean, you might well be talking about some cyber black friday for me man you know what i mean i'm online i'm looking at stuff online so i did some stuff on online got some kids stuff you know from christmas stuff but you ain't gonna catch your boy out there in them stores man it's it's just, man <laughs> the world is crazy out there right now man i don't know what's yeah. be going on but almost probably in the last four or five years straight man on Black Friday, somebody is getting killed somewhere, man. It yeah, cannot, man. it cannot be that freaking serious, man. It cannot be that serious yeah. out there. So it, from now on, man, any kind of Black Friday anything like that, me and Ella be in the crib, man. We gonna be on, we gonna be on the internet, man. You know, she gonna be on one couch, I'm gonna be on another couch, man. We just gonna be doing what we gotta do, man. How about you, man? You out there in them streets? Nah, is, are you willing to die for these discounts? Nah. Um, me, I am, uh, yeah, well, this Black Friday, we did, we had a dinner, so we didn't do it on Thanksgiving, we did it yesterday. Now, I did, we got some outlets close to where I live. Um, if anybody in the Maryland, uh, area, well, the DMV area, the tan, the Tanger outlets, and uh, they were packed, man, like packed, look violent, you know what I'm saying? It did look violent out there, so. Um, I, I've never shopped for black. I never did black. I never really did it ever, man. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? I mean, I, I, was and I, then when I did do it, man, it was more like for electronic stuff though. I never really like did it for clothes. Never really did it for anything like that. Also, I always did it for something like electronics, something that may have just came out. I'm just trying to check and <laughs> see, is it yeah. out there? And most of the time it's not. So it, it, it kind of got like craze for me even going out there man i don't know if i ever like had something that i wanted to get like personally wanted to get and then on black friday i went out there and actually achieved that goal (laughs) because i'm not getting up at i'm not getting up at midnight i'm not getting up at i'm not doing all that so now they got cyber monday yeah so and is is it is black friday still something that people getting up at midnight and doing all that yeah man People are out there, man. That's what I'm telling you. It's just it's crazy, man. It's crazy. That's like, you know, remember Star Wars when people used to camp, like when they first re-released it and people was camping outside? Was people yeah, doing that for man. the last the, for the last Star Wars movie too? Like the, the latest one? I don't one? know, but I like, won't like, be surprised, like, after, like you would think after a while, this, it, it, like, it was like, remember the Popeye's chicken sandwich when it yeah, first came out? Man. People was, like somebody died. Like, yeah, you know, man. Pretty much on the strength of one of them. Yeah, getting slapped with chickens and everything, man. It's crazy. (laughs) That was Bill Bill Cosby. (laughs) (laughs) That that, that was Bill Cosby. Slapped with chickens, man. All type of shit going on, man. Yeah, that that was Bill Cosby who got slapped with a chicken patty, I think. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But I just just think it's crazy that we still, if Black Friday was a thing, like where people was going crazy and doing all this crazy stuff. I think it's crazy that it's still a thing after all these years. Like, yeah, it, man. it didn't wear off yet. You know what I mean? And me personally, all these holidays, 
is the way to get some money up out of us anyway. So, oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I try yeah. to avoid them, Getting whether it be through economy. decorations, like everything, man. Yeah, that's what I'm probably gonna be working on today. Some decorations, man. I ain't looking forward to it either, man. Yeah, <laughs> I remember uh, last time we recorded, it was I think the day after Thanksgiving or two days after, and you y'all had the Christmas tree yeah, up, there, man. Right? And I and I, I'm like this, like like yesterday, man, like Friday. So Thanksgiving was Thursday. We did a little food or whatever. And um, Ella started breaking out the little little new little stuff for Christmas. I'm like, oh, hold up, it's time. Like, time to get to work. Man. I'm like, hey, hold up, now, shit. It's uh, time so, to get to work. You know, and I only can halt it for one day. Like yesterday, I said, hold up, man. you know what I mean? Let me do this tomorrow or whatever, right? Yeah. So I halt. That's the only day I got one day, man. So today I'm gonna have to get out there and get it, man. It's time to get. Yo, so this is completely off, you know, off topic. But yeah, yeah. My, my mom was here yesterday. And we were talking, they was talking about this movie. I think it's called The Girl in the Room. Did you see that? The Girl in the Room? Mm-mm. So this this dude, he like uh, traps his daughter in the basement of his house, like a soundproof room. He he had like, in real life, he had like six kids from her. I don't know. Who, it's, it's based off a real story. In real life, he had like six kids from her. I don't know how many kids he had from her in like the movie. I think like three mm-hmm. or something. I ain't watched the movie yet. But he traps her in the room. On her like when she turned when she eighteen, she's supposed to be like on her way off to college or whatever in this movie, and that's what her mom thought like she was on her way off to college. So he traps her in the room down down the basement. Tell the mom the mom not allowed to ever go down the basement. You know what I'm saying? So his daughter's in there. He's having kids with her, getting her pregnant, like doing all this stuff. Ooh, I might have did see something like that. I'm thinking now. Go ahead, go ahead. Because he, because he was like, I mean, that's it. But he was like, okay. I guess she had a boyfriend, and she was trying to get out. Like when I leave, you know, my dad's too overprotective. I ain't watch it yet. I'm gonna watch it. But it was like my dad's too overprotective. When I leave the house, I'm never, you know, I'm be free. I'm a, you know, whatever. And then on her, when she turned 18, supposed to go off to college. Yeah, he did that. In real life, the dude said that she was she joined like a cult, like a religious, like a cult or something. Mm-hmm. And when they had when she had kids, because he had kids from her, he had like six kids. But three of the kids, he actually dropped them off on the front porch of their house. So so the wife is her mom. She would take care of the kids. So they were taking care of the daughter's kids. And this was a real story. And they were saying she was a part of some cult and the sect wouldn't let them have kids. So she would drop them off, you know, on a porch. So that would make her feel like her daughter was alive and well, but just a part of the cult. But she would never like really be allowed to go into the basement. So she never, you know, found like, well, it was 24 years he had her in there. God dang, that's crazy, yeah. man. So they got that's out. Crazy. But it was twenty four. But, but that let you know, man, how how crazy this world is, and <laughs> man, yeah, some crazy, some crazy shit be going on in the world, man. That that that's like blow your mind, man. Yeah. But man. Some some people be thinking that's like okay when they when they mentals anyway, man. They be thinking okay, this what this is what I'm doing, but man, that's crazy right there, man. These be people that you see, you know. I was uh, stationed with somebody, man. I went back to visit. People was like, hey, you heard about, you know, such and such. I'm like, nah. Dad's like, yeah, you know, and they know I ain't hear about him. They just want to tell me. You know, you, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. heard about him? Nah. Dad's like, yo, he was he was molesting his stepdaughter for mm. like X amount of years. And when she turned 18 or something like that, she wasn't, you know, having it no more. But this is like a dude that we used to sit, talk about like 
compare like J. Cole and like just like people used to talk like compare J. Cole to Kendrick Drake. Like we used to sit and like talk about yeah. sports with them, talk about like all types of stuff, talk about women. Like and then come to find out the whole time this dude has been molesting his daughter. You know what I'm saying? This wasn't a seller, this was a civilian, but I mean, we've heard stories like this about sellers, uh, service members, all types of stuff, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's crazy. It's a crazy Sick. world, man. Sick, crazy world we live in, man. People are doing all type of stuff, man. So, you know, to kind of switch gears, I do want to talk about the seller, um, Brandon Forbes. So I want to talk about Brandon Forbes. and I don't know much um, but I do want to, you know, uh, uh, you know, at least dedicate this episode to his family. You know what I'm saying? Um, and just kind of, you know, sh- you know, shout his family out in this time of their loss. But it says that he died. Um, he's, he's, he's he was stationed on the USS Ronald Reagan, and he was found dead on base. So, Seaman uh, Brandon Forbes, 20 of Maple Heights, Ohio. He was an MMFN. He worked uh, nuclear reactor department. He, I guess, he failed to report for duty, and they consider which you know would be UA for us. And I don't know what happened then. You know, I know what we do. You know, when a seller, you know, fails, I know the protocol. So hopefully everything within you know the protocol happened, which I'm sure most likely did. And then somebody called NCIS about the body's location, but the report, um, they wouldn't give like the name of the person who did that or the time or how long, they, you know, the, yeah. the body, you know, have been dead. Yeah. So far, no evidence of foul play. And then the last thing I read that I didn't necessarily know how to receive it. I understand it, but it said mm-hmm. the ship remains focused on the mission. Um, and that was from a, sh- the rep- a representative from the ship, uh, a representative from Stars and Stripes. It was a little confusing. I don't know if she yeah. got that information from the CO or if she was speaking, but it said the ship remains focused on the mission. I mean, it came from the CO. I mean, it came from the PAO, but the CO said it or had something to do with it regardless. They ain't going to put nothing out- coming outside the ship if the CO didn't have something to do with it. But, um, you know... When I look at this story, man, I look in in every other story that comes out like this. The first thing I think about is the families, man. Like we yeah. grow up and we like my son, Mark, man, I just sent my son to the, the United States Navy thinking that he is being taken care of at the height the highest level of being taken care of, you know, and I know yeah. things happen and you can't do nothing about it. But I am putting my son or my daughter's, you know, life in the Navy's hand, and all of a sudden I get that phone call saying my son and passed away from something. That'd be devastating for me, like yeah. devastating. So I can, that's the first thing I think about as a family, because they think their kid's good to go. They think their kid is, you know, like, man, he's in the Navy, man. Boom, boom. You know, this is a, a, a great opportunity for him, and he going out and do great things, serving his country and all type of stuff, man. And then you get, uh, a phone call like this, man. So, you know, condolences to the family, man. This this got to be devastating for them, man. 20 years yeah. old, man. Seaman 20 Brandon years Forbes old, man. From Ohio, man. It's crazy, man. Yeah, he said crazy. Uh, Brandon Forbes, which they say Seaman, but he's a fireman, right? Yeah, fireman. Fireman yeah, Brandon fireman. Forbes. That's what they do. You know, when they put him in them things, they just yeah, say automatically, everybody's Seaman. They don't know. Yeah. People don't know what the hell, you know. 
But um, yeah, Fireman Brandon Forbes, man. Um, yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace yeah, to man. the family on that one, man. It's sad. Sure. I mean, it's. I mean, we lo- we we lose service members often. You know what I'm saying? And it's never ever, especially on ships. You know, and it is a thing to have to get back to being focused on the mission. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Man. Um, yeah, I mean, that's one of the things you gotta be focused on the mission. You always focus on the mission. I don't think that's nothing I put in the stars and stripes. <laughs> that uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not. Yeah, I don't I'm, need I'm, to I'm tell the recorder on, that. Yeah, I'm focused on the mission. No, it's like, yeah, we always focus on the mission, man. We we know that. Yeah, that's a given. You know, yeah. it's time for it's time for us to kind of highlight that we're gonna be focused on you know the psychology, the mental health of our sellers that's going through this, you know, problem at the time. We never talked about this. Like we did on a podcast that never came out, but we lost, you know, a seller on a ship. Um, GM3 mm-hmm. Turner. Yeah. Right. Gerald Turner. So we lost him. Um, and that rocked a lot of people. Like, you know, people weren't the same after that. Yeah. I mean, you know, this, this the story about that, man, that was the day that I left the ship the same actual day I was I was on the plane, um, leaving leaving where we left out of Guam I think uh, leaving out of Guam yeah um, the same 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 day same everything man I remember sitting on the plane and and all the all the, the people who shipped out with me like like it was like a lot of seamen maybe like four or five like people who worked close hand with him hey senior you heard about this you heard about this man. It was probably like 10 or 12 of us, man. They was like, like they was devastated, yeah. dude, about that, man, because they grew up in the Navy together, man. They first three years, four, whatever, two, three years in the Navy, man, they was together, man. So they were coming to me, talking to me about it, man. It was it was pretty, pretty rough, man, on that flight, man. The whole flight wasn't nobody saying nothing. And, you know, at first we was like talking in them. We was in the uh, airport in, in Guam. Everybody was together. We was talking, we was blah, blah. Then we get on the plane, we hear that, man. And everything was like silent the rest of the rest of the time man like everybody yeah. kind of like with their own separate ways and everything man it was it was pretty pretty devastating for for everybody who heard about this and this this and when you think about this ain't just a sailor that, that you know that um that just came to the ship or anything like this. this is one where you do a pre-com you meet early you know and and you know all these these sailors like in and out like if they had issue they didn't have issue they good sailors they not good sailors where they need help at what can we do to help them qualification process all type of things that's going on with these sailors you kind of know them you yeah. know what i mean you can you you really 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 know how they tick you know how they they function um all type of stuff you know about these sailors now man you damn near you know they like they mom and dad's name and all types of you've been with them for so long and then something like this happened man like like and i'm talking about from a from an outside coming in type guy i'm not like direct chain of command at all but think about the sailors these sailors used to hang out together every night you know probably went to their family's houses you know, I, I know when I was young and I was, you know, a, a fireman. I went, man, we went to each other's houses on, on on trips and all type of stuff. You know what I mean? We yeah. did, we did things like that. So I'm, I'm assuming some of these sailors did the same thing. And man, that's hard, man. It's hard. Yeah, and a lot of times as leaders, man, you just kind of like at a loss, man. You yeah. know, because you, you took a loss too. And mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's looked upon for you like when Turner, like when Turner, you know, transitioned. The CEO, you know, he got in front of the ship. This was probably the most packed all hands that i that i've seen you know but um 
everybody was there, you know. But I, in a minute, like after he spoke, you know, you know, he pretty much it's a time to grieve, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And people was crying, and I'm like yeah. just trying to find people to. I'm not really. Uh, I always say it. I'm not good at you know the emotional side of yeah. things as far as speaking and stuff. But I was just trying to find people to like hug and at least embrace you know what i mean so yeah and it was people that i've never hugged or embraced before uh, like in that kind of way you know and i'm i don't i was like man i hope they not thinking this is weird or nothing like this is all hopefully just love right now you know what i mean yeah. so but i was confused like i didn't know what to do yeah man that's whew, that's crazy man crazy so, and we had yeah, like man it was a, it was a actually before you got on board, I think we had another. Uh, I was there for suicide. That. Yeah. Well, that was a suicide. The other, was the other one yeah. wasn't. Well, yeah, it wasn't a suicide. Yeah, yeah. 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 But true. the first thing that we had early, like early, early on, on, yeah, it was a suicide. Yeah, um, man. And it's a lot that got to do, you know, with that, with as far as families and you know some stuff. I had a phone call, a cake. Uh, somebody called me. Um, when I was on duty and they was making a complaint against a Keiko, man. And I'm like, man, like, how can you be a Keiko? I don't know what happened. I know the family got a whole probably, you know, got demands and things they want and certain issues. But I just don't know how I could be a Keiko and then be in a position to get. And I know it's probably not that hard to get a complaint against you. But I don't think it's that easy either. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm a Keiko, cause even me as I didn't have any, first of all, I'm on the East coast. She was from California. You know what I mean? Um, so she, I don't even know how she got my number. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm asking like, yo, you know, um, but the, my first and foremost thing was to not, uh, make anything emotional or like emotionally harder than it already was for her. Yeah. And then the second thing I was trying to do was help any way that I could help, right? So I'm like, all right, the most I could do is get you the information for this person's command, this Keiko's command. So I was able to get her the information for the, and I told her, I'm like, yo, I, I don't know how you got, somehow, like in in a good way, an easy kind of way, um, I'm like, I don't know how you got our number, but I'm gonna help you, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah. you know, she was appreciative. I could tell she was heavy, emo- heavily emotional. I got her to CMC for that command. I got her to CO for that command. Then I wound up bouncing back to the CMC and emailing them like, "Hey, bro, um, somebody, you know, making a complaint against your Keiko, who was a, who was actually an officer, and I'm mm-hmm. uh, the Keiko was an officer, and um, and, and I'm like, I'm just letting you know, giving you the heads up, you know." Yeah. And he asked me some questions about her, like some identified, but I'm like, I didn't get anything from her. You know, I just took everything that she gave me as far as questions and information, and I just bounced her over to you. So she probably going to be reaching out to you or whatever. Yeah. That's all you could do, man. Yeah. And it helped. I could have been like, yo, um, I can't help you at all. Like, it really really wasn't that, like, that I really could, like, a different person, different phone. You never know how that phone call goes. Yeah. But of course that don't that don't roll with us, man. We go we trying to we trying to help sailors all the time. War so we don't man. roll. We don't roll like war that, fighters, man. man. <laughs> all right, so I do want to take a second to uh plug the merch. Like we got new merch up. We got some good stuff up too. If you you know, if you need something, look on the site. If it's something you don't see, you know, let us know. Message us. If it's something you don't like, you can let us know messages or you could just not buy it. 
you know, but yeah. if you like it, you know, support, uh, we definitely appreciate it and we definitely will use it for a good cause. Yeah. Um, and that's ptsfmerch.bigcartel.com. And that's always going to be in the episode notes. Yeah, man. That, um, a couple people hit me up, man. A couple people already in purchase. A couple people, you know, hit, hey, how the sizes look and all this. And I'm like, man, I, I'm not even, hey, when, you, when they's talking to me about it, man, I'm not even really <laughs> thinking about sizes and all that. I'm thinking about, man, you finna buy this, man? Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. supporting the team, man. I I kind of be feeling that type of stuff, man. Like people out there really, really out there supporting us, man. So, Keep it up, man. Um, and everybody else, man, some good stuff out there. Uh, Domo is really putting in a lot of good work, man, out there putting this stuff out for for people to come out there and purchase and, and, and support us, man. Like he said, it's going to be for a good cause. Yeah, man. I'm working on a new – I'm working on something, some a merchandise item with a seller who's artistic from our last ship, a woman. So she putting together something for us, and when when she does and we get it, I want us to be able to give all of the proceeds to homeless vets. Oh yeah. So so I, so I want this shirt. This uh, it's a shirt. I just said it, but I want it to sell out to homeless vets, and it's going to be an anniversary. It's going to kind of be like a commemoration of an anniversary. I don't oh, want to make man. any money off this thing. So all we're going to do is spend money on it. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all can buy some of our merch so we can make somebody back if you want. But we're going to spend money <laughs> on it and then we're going give it, to give it away. Give the, all the money that we make away to homeless pets. So, I mean. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Man. First and foremost, also, man, we, we, we couldn't go by an episode of not saying congratulations to, you know, the new chiefs, man. You know, six or seven weeks, you know, kind of awkward and awkward times right now. So we actually be doing like freaking seven weeks, you know what I mean, instead of six. But um, congratulations to those um, uh, new chiefs out there, man. And uh, the build up, the some of the sailors been waiting five and six and seven years, you know, and, and waiting a time out. And, and, and it's not a bad thing all the time, man. Like for people who don't know um the navy has quotas man like quotas on how many chiefs they gonna make how many whatever they're gonna make so what that mean is it takes some sailors a little bit longer than others to make it sometimes about just how many they are making that year I'm not saying you're not worthy you know of being a chief but the fact that if it's a lot of quotas out there um it's, a, it's a, some quotas that not enough sometimes you know what i mean so sometimes you can have a like when i made it it was like 26 but it was 80 some of us up for it so that's 60 some you know people that was eligible that year that didn't make it and not saying they wasn't you know capable or can do the job it's just the way it goes so for those sales who didn't put on keep pushing you know uh your time is coming you know, and then for the sailors who made it, man, congratulations. Now go out there and, 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 and be the chief, man. Like, like it's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, you went six or seven weeks and you went through all this tough, these tasks and all this stuff. But the real task is now, right, taking care of sailors, um, not trying to know everything, but knowing where to find it um, and standing in front of your sailors, leading your sailors, man, leading them, um, 
And one thing I always talk about is like when you are first class, you have the chief to lean on. If some get tough as an LPO, you can still go ask your chief. But guess what? Now you are the chief. Right. So now you have to be the one that that LPO lean on uh, to get stuff done. So put yourself in the right positions, prepare yourself, be consistent and be ready to rock and roll, man. It's your time now. Yeah. The cool thing for me was seeing sellers that I know and like in that position you just talking about, like people that have been waiting for some a couple years. I saw a few of them, a few of them um, make it yes. this year. You know, some of them I looked at their records and, you know, some of them we like, yo, you should, you know, we looking at this record, you know, it looks, you know, look good. You know, maybe, you know, you slide in soon. So some of them I saw make it, which I'm super proud of. And then I saw a lot of people from my first ship make it. A lot of people I came up with, you know, and I'm still pretty connected with a lot of people from my first ship. So I saw a lot of them make it like uh, as a matter of fact, Chief, Chief Carpenter, shout out to Lamar Carpenter. You know, he was like the first person ever that I think we had a a, a mentor as a junior seller. Um, I had a mentor protege relationship with. He was the mm-hmm. first person ever I looked at and was like, yo, I could I see something in him. I, I could kind of tell him some stuff that I went through and yeah. it don't have to be as hard. It don't have to be as hard for him as it was for me. And then what he did that was great. He was the first. He wasn't the last, even on even on that ship. But what he did to me that was great was he took the ball and he ran with it. Like he took the blueprint. You know yeah. what I mean? He and <laughs> and what we identify with is where we from, um, how we grew up and stuff like that. So he could have easily, you know, rebelled against that. Like, yo, who are you? You know what I mean? It's one of them like. Yeah. <laughs> when when you watch the old movies, the old black exploitation movies or whatever, and the, and the dude go back to like the neighborhood he grew up in, and he try to you know get the youngins straight, and the and the youngins don't want that to do with that, like <laughs> like nah, like you know what I'm saying, like nah, old timer, you know what I'm saying, and that's what it could have been, you know. And I was only an E5, but when you're an E5, and I had only been in the navy for like four years or something at the time, but when you like that, when you got four years on one ship. You know, you like an OG to 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 a, a junior seller that's just coming in and like an E1. So you yeah. are like an old timer. But he took it, he ran with it. So shout out to him. I mean, Deanna, Deanna Mosley. It's a lot of y'all like that. I'm like, dang, man. Like, I, I'm so happy to see y'all um, yeah. up in there. And I'm wearing that. I was actually able to go through the season and um, sponsor somebody that I res- always already respected from our last ship. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So that was a really good experience, too. We had a good time. That's good stuff, man. That's good stuff. Hey, big shouts out to everybody who's made it that came off that Rafael Peralta, man. Um, we hey, Every year, it seems like we're making six and seven Chiefs is being made off the Rafael Peralta. So yeah. big shouts out to those guys, man. Go out there and do great things. We've we, we seen this coming a mile away, man. You guys have been putting that work in for a long time, so it's finally paying off. So, again, congratulations to all you guys. Yeah, yeah. Holidays, 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 man. Yeah, They're coming. Man. Holidays are upon us. It seemed like it was just last year we was recording a New Year's Eve episode that we never released, man. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're here, yeah, man. man. We got we had uh what Thursday was Thanksgiving. Um I don't celebrate it as that, <laughs> but uh 
Friday, I don't know, we call it something Black Friday or something. And then uh Christmas, um, that holiday, and then uh New Year's, New Year's, New Year's Eve. Um, so they are they are upon us, man. Holiday leave, holiday stand down, uh the winter uh safety stand down. Everything is upon us. Yeah, man. man. It's upon us, man. Also upon us today, man. Before I get too deep into this, man, my oldest daughter's birthday today, man. She in Arkansas, oh, man. man. You know, 19 years old, man. She started college, you know, this January, doing big things, man. So big shots out to Kimari, man. Happy birthday, baby girl. Happy birthday, Kimari. Happy birthday. Another big thing about so, the yeah. holiday. So, yeah, man. The holidays is here, man. Let's talk about... You know, I'm. You know what? Let me let me put this in perspective a little bit, man. Like I remember when I was younger, man. When me and me and Ella first got married, man. Say we got we married, we got uh, three younger kids, man. I remember like really like starting to like stress out about you know the holiday period, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and I say this, you know, because I want to reach some of the younger younger cats out there, man. And that I'm, I'm gonna tell you this: it's things out there that that can help you. Um, when it comes to financial stuff and trying to do stuff with your kids, but I can't stress enough is don't try to overdo it, man. Like make a real, make realistic goals and things that you're trying to do, but it has to be realistic though, uh, for you and your family on things you can do because those holidays going to, going to last and then they're going to go away. And then the real world going to come back to you again. Right. right? right. So, so think, so think about that ahead of time, man. Uh, but I do remember, um, back in my younger days coming up when the kids we, we should give like a little list to the kids and tell them to give us this many things or whatever that they want and man you know how kids are man <laughs> they bring in that heat you know what I mean? you know them <laughs> gifts man so i tell you man we worked it out though man and, and it, things for us couldn't have worked out better but i do know that you can put yourself in a financial strain trying to trying to do everything and trying to not even your immediate family your family members back in your hometown um, like a lot of stuff can be going on, man. So make sure you you thinking financially also because it can hurt you in the long run. Yeah, man. I, I came to terms that if I ain't around, I ain't giving out gifts. You know what I'm saying? So hey, family, if I ain't around, I'm not giving out gifts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I just want y'all to know. Where did that. you come? Where did you come up with that? Like, <laughs> like just, I came up with that as like a E two, man. Oh, you say like, hey, they happening? How shit? about the mom? Yeah. You got you got you got to send the mom some. All if I ain't around. I ain't giving out gifts. <laughs> Fight around. I ain't giving oh out gifts, goodness, man. man. You know oh, what I'm my goodness, If I'm physically, man. if I'm physically around you, you don't oh get a gift. Oh, my goodness, dude. If I ain't around you, you're not getting a gift. Man. Oh, my goodness, And man. now that I bought a house. They can come see you now. if I'm around you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You might not get a gift, man. <laughs> You know, oh you said it. Goodness, I'm trying to be man. financially responsible. Yeah, man, man. gotta be financially you know? responsible though. Yeah, man. That, that shit can hurt you for you. That shit can put that shit can put years on your life, man. Yeah, that gift can catch up. I've given gifts throughout, you know, the year. I mean, you know, added people as authorized users on my credit, like real things. Yeah, authorized users. You just don't give them a credit card. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I got you. But you shit. add them as an authorized user, you don't give them a credit card to help them build that credit. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, yeah, I'm in, we yeah. in the 800 club over here, man. Yeah, man. We, shit. we 800. We 800 man. club over here. So right. when you 800 club, that's like- You could do things like that. Part yeah, of the man. lifestyle. 
Right now, and I'm not yeah. 800. To be honest, I'm I kind of dipped yeah. out of 800. I'm, I said I said I'm outside the club, man. I, I, like yeah. I had yeah. it's like I had to go somewhere. I'm like outside at the door. I'm coming back. I, in, I, just, I just I'm be real with you, man. I don't see me ever making that 800 club, man. You'll be it's there. I don't know. Thing, you got man. kids. You got like, yeah. college. You know what? I, though, right? You're right. Maybe when it, when all the kids gone and it's just yeah. me and Ella solo, maybe I could try to reach. You gonna want to go on vacations, man? Charge that <laughs> to the car, man. But um. <laughs> Yeah, I just like I like my mom, everybody like throughout the year, if I see something, especially with like my nephews and stuff, um, if I see something and I think it's doable, I'm gonna do it. I just met my one nephew halfway on a laptop. You know, he wanna do YouTube, he wanna be a YouTuber. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I asked him what he want, how could I help anything? He is like, honestly, I need a laptop, you know? He's like, meet me halfway. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, well, what's what's half? I'm, I'm, no, no. I told him that I was like, if you get half, I'll meet you. Yeah, um, yeah. And I'm like, what's half? He was like, a hundred dollars. I said, stop playing me, man. What's half? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's yeah. half? You know, what I'm no laptop. Dollars. Yeah, ain't no hundred dollars. So you know, we wound up getting it. Um, and um, he wound up. I didn't even ask him if he got it. I wound up sending him the money when he said he had it. Um, when he had it, half of it, it was he wanted three hundred. So I guess he was getting a six hundred dollar laptop. Yeah. And that's cool for me. These MacBook Pros, like four thousand dollars or whatever. Oh yeah, man. So, yeah, that's yeah. cool. A six hundred piece, like oh, you yeah. could get like sixteen laptops with that, man. Hell we, we, yeah, we, we straight, man. Shit. But um, I do. You talked about financial stress. I want to talk about some of the other stressors, um, and that's you know mental health uh, stress. Yeah. And I was just recently looking up. Uh, it's called a resource. Uh, so Defense Centers of Excellence, so dcoe.health.mil uh, slash 247techhelp.aspx. Um, it's a good resource. It got a lot of things on there about um, mental health throughout the holidays and just kind of resources and things that you could use. The only thing that I asked is for this site to, if we could get an alternative, like a non.mil alternative. Because yeah. I just tried to look it up on my computer and I can't even pull it up without the .mil. But I was able to see an article about it and, some, and a lot of the things that they provide. So it's definitely something you know worth checking out, worth looking at, um, because these holidays can get stressful and a lot of people voluntarily transition. That's what you know. a lot of people starting to call it. Uh, like a lot of people voluntarily transition around the holidays. You know what I'm saying? They do it um, around the holidays. Um, a lot of people lonely. I've yeah. had holidays where I don't feel like I was personally lonely, but people might have thought I had the two hot dog Thanksgiving before. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the two man. hot dog. I thought it was. I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was cool. But then my um, one of my mentors from old from you know old day, she she commented. She was like, "Yo, you should you could have let me know." That you know, that's how your Thanksgiving was. I'd have done something for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Most definitely on um doing that doing that that time period, man, is a is a time to to give thanks and a time to like give back. That's how I look at it. Give thanks, give back type stuff. So we we always try to invite people and, and people coming over and, and things like that, man, because you know, I, I don't want to see nobody with the two hot dog things, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, the two yeah, hot dog, the two hot dog things make me think also. You know what I mean? Especially because my first thought process, if I see someone with like, you know, they not having a, a a dinner or anything like that, the first thing I'm thinking is when they was at home with their families, what was they having? 
You know what I mean? Yeah. When they was at home before the Navy or before or last year they went home and, and they had a whole big deal with their family. Now this year they having two hot dogs, man. So you know what I'm saying? So I think of it yeah. like that too. So your men your mentor that's that that that, that says something to you, I've probably been saying the same thing. Uh, re- reached out anyway. Um, and that's bro that's on. just and, and look that's just the navy aspect bro like the yeah. other aspect is the life aspect right the life the civilian and, and and stuff and when you look at it like a lot of the times the holidays bring out memories from people who you can't share them with anymore right mm-hmm. so it's like your this your first christmas without your mom this your first christmas without your grandma this for so those memories start to you know you know come back and and then you get sad, you know, like some of these holidays, like Thanksgiving, like people lose the matriarch of their family, the one who used to always put together the dinner. The dinner was at their heart, their house. You know, everybody a step slower. Uh, nobody ever really learned how to make the mac and cheese like grandma. You know what I'm saying? So it's like yeah. crazy. Speaking of mac and cheese, though, this is like I feel like this is like the holiday, man, for mac and cheese, man. It's like, it's yeah, like me repeat. too, man. It's like, like look, dude, let me tell you, dude, I got a story about this mac and cheese, man. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna let my daughter listen to this afterwards, man, so she could be, you know, what I mean, know what I'm saying. So last last year we cooked mac and cheese, man. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking about, man, bomb mac and cheese, bomb. I'm talking yeah. about killing the game, killing the I game, was there. mac and cheese. Yeah, I was there. Yeah, it was good. so. This year, <laughs> I told my daughter, Tatiana, I said, hey, you got the mac and cheese this year. Because I wanted to get some experience in the kitchen and doing stuff and be around me and me and Ella in the kitchen. And DJ yeah. actually did like an Oreo cake, which actually came out pretty good, right? Mm. So we up in here, mac and cheese, and she's getting her stuff together. And guess what she hit us with? All this, now, I didn't bought everything for the mac and cheese. So she ain't have the – everything is bought. Then all of a sudden she started cooking this mac and cheese and she break out a TikTok. She making my mac and cheese <laughs> off a goddamn TikTok thing, man. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what is this? What is you? We just made this mac and cheese. We know it's bomb. We know it's good. Now all of a sudden you finna try a TikTok mac and cheese. Yeah. Are you freaking serious right now, man? Did you did you let her live though? Did she make it? Let her live, time? man. Yeah, how, did it man. how was it? Well, mm. it came out pretty good, right? Mm. But okay. at the end of it, we like like Ella, we added the Velveeto cheese across the top and all that type of stuff. She wasn't doing no Velveeto. She wasn't doing none of that, none of that type of stuff. So it ended up coming out pretty good though. Real okay, good. all right. But yeah, man, I was like, what in the hell is this? <laughs> hey man, that's what they use. That's what they use for everything. Yeah, man. That's, TikTok, that's it. Man. Yeah. Speaking of TikTok, follow us on TikTok. PTF yeah, PTSF man. podcast on TikTok, man. We done yeah, we done some stuff on TikTok. I let your people, man. Yeah, man. So yeah, tick. So we had a little, little TikTok uh, macaroni and cheese, man. Came that's out good. pretty good though. Um. Before we go, before we get in any further, though, man, I will like, you know, we always do this thing about, you know, the Medal of Honor or or somebody who did something that's extraordinary, right? Uh-huh. And the person that I'm going to talk about today is Sergeant First Class Melvin Morris. Mm, okay. Right? So... Of course, Mel, he was he was from Oklahoma, born in 1942. And what I'm what I'm going to read about today is about um, the Vietnam. He was in the Vietnam War. 
1969, September 17, 1969. But um, a year after that, he was he was awarded the cross. And it wasn't until 2014 when Obama actually um, gave him and, and several others um, the Medal of Honor. He was alive so, for that, wasn't he? He was there. Yeah, he's he, alive. Yeah, I saw he, that. He, I remember he actually that. retired um, from the army in 1985. So, yeah, he lived on, man. For, yeah. Okay, so let me read this. Uh, Staff Sergeant Melvin Murray distinguished himself by act of gallantry and intrepidity above and beyond the call of duty while serving commander of strike force strike force drawn from company d fifth special forces group airborne first special forces doing combat operation against an armed enemy in the vicinity of uh chilang republican of vietnam on september 17 1969 on that afternoon staff sergeant morris affiliated companies encountered an extensive enemy minefield and were subsequently engaged by a hostile force staff sergeant mars mars learned by radio that a fellow team commander has been killed near the enemy bunker and the enemy re reorganized his men into the effective assault posture before advancing forward and splitting off with two men to recover the team's commander's body observing the, the maneuver the hostile force concentrated its fire on staff sergeant mars three-man element and successfully wounded both men accompanying him. After assisting two wounded men back to his forces line, Staff Sergeant Morris charged forward into withering enemy fire with only his men's suppressive fire as cover. While enemy machine gun emplacements continuously directed straffling and fuselage against him, Staff Sergeant Morris destroyed the positions with hand grenades and continued his assault ultimately eliminating four bunkers upon reaching a bunker nearest to the fallen team commander staff sergeant morris refused the enemy retrieved his comrade and began the arduous trek back to friendly lines he was wounded three times as he struggled forward but ultimately succeeded in returning his fallen comrades to a friendly position staff sergeant morris extraordinary heroism and selflessness above and beyond the call of duty or in keeping with the highest tradition of military service reflecting great credit upon himself his unit and united states army so yeah man um <laughs> this guy you know first off is vietnam right right a lot of things going on uh when you if you have read anything about the vietnam war over there right and you have a woman comrade and first off with all that going on, your thought process now that's changed to wanting to go rescue uh, your fallen comrades for one. He break off on his own three man team to go do this. Yeah. Right. So that was like who who who's out there like thinking like that, right? That's why I'm saying when I talk about these awards and I talk about this stuff, I get so like passionate about it, man, is because you're talking about somebody who broke off from his team which he's probably comfortable with, right? Going through enemy fire, people are shooting at you, right? And you didn't broke off on three-man team to go rescue somebody. And it seemed to me that it was a pretty pretty decent uh, distance away, the way I was reading yeah. it just then. Um, but he go out there, not only do he rescue the body, he first bring his wounded 
comrades back, then go back out there and get the fallen, the fallen, um, the soldier that was out there as commander and bring him back um, while taking on fire, wire getting shot three times and made it back. And um, like I said before, he eventually uh, got the, the Medal of Honor and eventually retired from the military in 1985, man. So big shots out to Mr. Morris, man, um, for doing his thing, man. Um, again, uh, when you put on the line like that, man, what would you do? Yeah. I mean, that just sounds like some movie, some stuff you see in the movies, man. And I know they make movies about, you know, hero, military heroes, but it just I'm just looking at it again, man. It says... Staff Sergeant Morris learned by radio that a fellow team commander had been killed near an enemy bunker, and he immediately reorganized his men into an effective assault posture before advancing forward and splitting off with two men to recover the team's, uh, the team commander's body. So you immediately reorganize them into effective assault posture, and then you slide. We, we yeah. out. We're going to go recover this body. Observing yeah. the maneuver, the hostile force concentrated its fire on Staff Sergeant Morris's three-man element and successfully wounded both men accompanying right? So they they not now since since they reorganized these men into effective assault posture, they not worrying about them. Like the hostile force, all right, let's look at these three men that we could, you know, hit that kind of dipped off. And then they was able to successfully wound two of them. And like you said, he brought them two back. Yeah. And then went back out while kind of, you know, suppressing enemy fire. Man, that's, yeah. It's crazy, you know, man. man. Yeah, I, crazy. I was watching a video of, I don't know if it was this this actual thing, but uh, it was one of the first ones ever recorded, the first uh, Medal of Honors ever recorded. Looked as this reads, though. Um, just people just kind of like stepping up and doing big things in the time when they supposed to. You know what I'm saying? The time where it's one of them. For me, it's like things like this is one of them things like, hey, if this person didn't do this, uh, this person didn't take this action, like how many lives would have been lost? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like the outcome is different without this one person. You know, it's not like, you know, a a, a lot of times. And that's even when we're not even talking about these type of acts of heroism. Sometimes it's like that on a ship or with jobs. With your division or something like that, with with, with something that happened, attacking a fire, something like that. Yeah, like, man. yo, you remove this one person and it's a completely different outcome. Completely, man. Completely. But and big shouts out to the team though, too, though, for being able to get in that posture and being able to being trained up and knowing what to do. Sometimes, man, that uh, you take take one head off the snake and then everything is done though. Yeah. You man. know what I mean? So big shots out to everybody, man. That whole yeah, team did they? Okay. Yeah, team yeah. did they thing, man. Team did they thing, man. Shout out to the team. Shout out to the outliers. Shout out to the leaders. Shout out to everybody. Yeah, you know, uh, hairstyle, hairstyle, man. Let's talk this thing, man. So, uh, re- very recently, you know, and if you're watching us on YouTube, you'll see the picture. You'll see the picture. I'll make sure we have it to where you can see the picture. If you never saw it, but on Facebook, right? Was it a was it a football game or a baseball game? Ooh, football game. Oh, what football football game? It was a Monday night. Right. Oh, Monday night football game. It's Monday yeah, night football, night. right? And they were uh, doing the national anthem. I'm assuming that's what they were doing at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So the seller saluted, right? Seller saluted. You got a seller next to a marine, right? They saluted, and um, the seller looked like she had 
and just by the posture, I didn't know, you know, at first. Um, as I look more now, I see like a longer nail. But the seller had uh, blues on, dress blues on, and um, dreads, locks. And the locks were like down, like way past everything. You know what I'm saying? That they were supposed to be down past. Yeah. And this like put people into like a frenzy. Rage. Rage. <laughs> Rage. Rage. Yeah, Rage. this put people into a, a, a frenzy on, on Facebook. Somebody actually hit me up about it. And I my answer was, I'm going to wait. You know, and I don't always say that. You know, I'm one of them people that sometimes I don't like when people say that all the time. Yo, I'm gonna wait till yeah. we get some more information. Yeah, but that's yeah. what I said. I said I'm gonna wait. I mean, one of the reasons why I said I'm gonna wait because I think we already know how I feel about like hairstyles and stuff like that already about some of these things that I kind of don't think has anything to do with professionalism. But um, I was like, I'm gonna wait. And then what happened when we waited? Information was different. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. The information, but I mean, get, do you know about what happened when this picture first came out? You know, can you speak to that? Well, like, what well, I could. Only thing I can speak to, man, like, like I saw this firsthand, live. <laughs> this is my reaction. This is a reaction that every probably probably had, just like I had it. I'm watching the game. The national anthem's going down. They come from right to left, and they show the marine. They show her, and boom, boom. And I look back. I said, Ella. Look at her hair. The first thing I said, ooh, look at her hair. <laughs> you know what I mean? I said, mm-hmm. it's not supposed to be way down there. Now, I could have jumped on the internet too. You guys see this? Oh, that shit was crazy. But I'm like you. It had, look, man, this military thing been going on a long time, man. It has to be something. Ain't no right. way in the hell that somebody got their dreads hanging down their back like that without some type of reason. Right, and, and I know some things do happen, and some things are crazy, or whatever. But man, we've been doing this stuff a long time, man. It has to be a reason, right? Mm-hmm. But that was my first reaction. And dude, time it looked at, I said, I these are words coming out of my mouth as I'm talking to Ella about her dress down her back. I said, Oh man, let me look on Facebook right now, <laughs> and dude. It ain't even five already. minutes, dude. Ain't even five minutes in her pit, the picture. Like, people's taking, dude, how you got your phone out that fast? People taking pictures of their TV. So, oh, you know what? They probably went back and rewinded it. Now I'm thinking about it. They probably rewinded it back to yeah. take a picture of it. And it was posting it on um, on Facebook. Yeah. Talking shit about it. So was it only like one shot? Was it just one shot of like this, the way it looks yeah, right now? That, that, yeah. The, the back shot, right? Yeah. That was a shot I saw. Yeah, that was the only shot I saw. Yeah. The yeah. whole time. They like I said, we're we going to have it up. So, like, we're going to have it up. So, yeah. Yeah, like, man. It's gonna, like the people listening or watching gonna be able to see this picture that we talking about. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so that was, was only my first one thoughts. shot of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So, I, when I like I said, man, I honestly did not have a thought. Like when I saw it, I was like, yeah. hey, we just. Well, I had a thought. I mean, of course, I it if it's way down. Yeah, when when it was, nah, did it look good? Yeah, yeah. But um, my whole thought was it being in the military that I knew she was it wasn't in regulation. So that's my first thought. I knew it wasn't correct. You yeah. know what I mean? But my first, my second thought wasn't to go post it. My second thought wasn't to to go talk to somebody else and go say this and say that. Um yeah. but I remember going into the office the next day also and people was talking about it. 
Did you guys see that girl last night? That's I, I didn't know it made that much noise. Like so, oh, yeah, my first it thought noise. it was a, my first thought because I didn't see the game. I didn't see anything. But my first thought that it was it wasn't. I didn't know it was a woman. So my first thought was it was a dude, and I'm like, man, he got the. That's a wild haircut for a dude. Like you're not really supposed to be looking like Future. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, then yeah. the person I was talking to was like, no, I'm sure that it's a woman. I was like, all right. I was like, okay, I'll reserve what I think. See what I see what other people kind of saying about it, and then story came out like her chief came up. I got a cough. <coughs> the story came out. Her chief came up and he said, um, "Her hair, her hair uh, tie came out right last minute." Yeah, and she not the kind of seller that I actually man. I wanted to reach out to her actually, but it's like she not even the kind of seller that uh, would be happy with that being messed up in that forum. Um, stuff yeah. like that so yeah because the chief was at the game too right yeah yeah and you know they always checking over these sailors and doing things like that too man so and that's another thing i think about like the chief is there at those games I, i'm assuming it may be recruiting i don't know what she what she was actually her job was at the time uh what she's doing but yeah uh regardless of the situation you're gonna have some type of khakis there or somebody gonna look at them sailors before they go out there in the marines or whoever before they go out there somebody's always in charge of that team so I, I, it wasn't even a thought process for me to get in here and get crazy about it. But I tell you what, man, there's some people on Facebook getting crazy, man. Like, and, and I'm gonna tell you who the who the <laughs> who the main corporate, and I don't care. I'm gonna tell you who the main corporate. These damn retired motherfuckers, man. Oh yeah. my goodness, they be going <laughs> in, dude. They be going ham, boy. Retire, yeah. but during my time, no, we wouldn't have had no shit like this happening. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Man, one come of them, on, them went in on us before, man, on the podcast, man. We had a retired dude go in on us. I would have kept what he said like available for people to see, but it was just distasteful. Like mm-hmm. I don't mind people having bad opinions, but his was kind of disrespectful to the LGBTQ community, and I ain't want to have it. Mm-hmm. I ain't want to leave it. It was one of the videos we made about um, Apple Music, Spotify, and stuff like that. Like, lo- like when we le- when we lose downloads in like thirty days, yeah. Like when we can't listen to nothing in thirty days uh, after yeah. being underway, and that's a real problem. Like it's a legit issue, yeah. you know. But he pretty he said something real distasteful, so I was like, all right, let me get rid of that. I don't want nobody to, you know. If he would have just gave his opinion, it, it still would be around. But he kind of did some crazy stuff. But yeah, man, we got to stop jumping out the window, you know, for these kind of things. You know what I mean? Like people just going crazy in 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 in, yeah. in, 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 a, in a disarray. You know what I'm saying? We got to stop jumping out the window for these kind of things. And yeah, um, and I know people was probably it probably was illuminated because she was at a football game, and you know it's probably like God forbid you go to a football game and do this. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like what's, what's yeah. a football game? You know, <laughs> like I know. You know? I mean, <laughs> like God forbid yeah. you disrespect football. Yeah. But I mean, it probably was more like yeah. a national TV televised. Oh yeah, it was Monday Night Football. Yeah, the so whole people, world probably, looking yeah. at it, and that's yeah, yeah and that's world. what I'm saying. It probably people was probably more so. You got the whole world looking at you, and you looking like you know. But we supposed yeah. to represent. How, yeah. Whatever we supposed to represent, we supposed to do that 24 seven. So the hairpin messed up. Probably not enough time to pull her out. That's what happened. Um, and that's what we got but that's how people felt when that happened man it was funny and i I didn't really keep up with it like i ain't read any comments and i just wasn't that into this like thing right here um but when i I did read when it was more that came out people was upset it was a lot of like 
Yo, in the Navy, I'm going to tell y'all straight up, man. In the Navy, like on Facebook, we find a lot of reasons to argue with each other. Like, yeah, like you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We find a, like the EM uh, page, the EM page, somebody could be asking, like, it's some of those questions. It's like an easy question. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, where you find this part? You know what I'm saying? And they're like, <laughs> they be Ooh. like, open the tech manual. Yeah. Like, go, dude, same way on my page, too, man. Same. Look, it's motherfuckers. Hey, motherfucker, ask a, a question. tired. Yeah, motherfucker, <laughs> hey, motherfuckers that ask a damn question on our page, man, and they be like, um, who your chief? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, but then, but, but look, but then sometimes the people who ask the questions go in too, though, man, like, to ask a simple ass oh, question. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, man. they go back, yeah, they go and back. And then, then they'll say some shit like, um, no one in my chain of command knows. <laughs> Like oh my goodness! <laughs> I, I told you we had. Oh. I told you we had a son, and she listened, so she gonna be listening to this. But she she went to school, man. She went to um, uh, like a uh, she went to C school, one like a C school, and she was in Norfolk, and we under we were, I want to say underway or something. I know we was on a ship, and she got in that EM page and was asking for the address. At the school, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, it's on your order, like you know. And we, me and Devo, pissed. Like, why are you in the EM? And, and EM one was, it was like, why is she in the EM page? And it was like a, like a, just a panic. She was like panicked, like, hey, like, what to do? I'm out here, like I'm in Virginia. Does anybody have an address to the school? And it literally was in her orders. And then, oh, yeah. so what we did was we took it out her orders. I love, <laughs> hey, I love you. I got, I love you too. But you know, I gotta talk. So we took it out her orders. We put it exactly from the orders in Google, right? Exactly. And when we did that, the schoolhouse literally came up, like the exact spot that she was supposed to go to, man. And we were, yo, we was tight, man. I was tight, yo. I'm like, yo, this is not right. Somebody thinking that she not set up for success it's just so yeah, much man. i was tight yeah, man. yes it's indeed. funny now but i know i, I know tight. i know probably who you talking about too so. yeah yeah she knows yeah she knows she knows yeah man that's funny though that's funny she had us hey. she had us in there like rolling right she rolling doing man and the em page <laughs> on facebook man i'm like yes mm-hmm. let's talk about something else that's not necessary this military lives matter T-shirt, man. Did you see it? That's if you watch. No, it, I, I, you, I did see it. I did see it. If you listening, it's going to be pulled up on the podcast as well. Um, you 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 didn't see this military lives matter T-shirt? Mm-mm. Hold up, I didn't see it, man. Yeah, you need to you need to um you need to pull it up, man. Yeah, I'm finna pull it up right now. Yeah, pull it up, man. Let me talk about this. And if you if you listening, uh, you're gonna see this. Uh, well, if you know if you watching on YouTube, you're gonna see this. But if you're listening and you haven't, um, yeah, seen it, I see it. Then go to YouTube, man. Watch watch the videos, man. Like listen to the pod and watch the videos, man. You know what I'm saying? So all right, yeah. So you see it, right? The military yep. lives matter T-shirt. Yeah. So uh, all right, let's talk about this for a minute. Um, Jason Aldean, right? It's, it's, I think it's Aldine. Y'all probably, it's probably Aldine or whatever. He's a country singer. Um, yep. And his wife, Brittany, who I guess to be noted are openly conservative. Um, I don't know why that's to be noted. 
But um, it's to be noted, they care a lot about the fact that they're conservative. And it says a portion of their proceeds are going to special forces charitable trust. So it's going somewhere for good cause. But I mean, who asked for this T-shirt and what does it mean, bro? Yeah, what does it mean? That's my whole thing. What does it mean? Like, like, <sighs> did that did that come off the fact of when when uh, we were trying to pull out and people died and they came out with that shirt? I don't know. That, that that so that was my thought. But when I'm looking at, I, so that was my thought. But when I'm looking at like other like, so they got a whole line pretty much, right? Yeah. And and they saying a portion of the proceeds will be given a you know SF Charitable Trust to help military families, the Special Forces Charitable Trust to help military military families, but any shirt can do that. Like it doesn't yeah, yeah. like the Military yeah. Lives Matter shirt. Like I I don't, I don't are we at? like I didn't think we were asking for this. Like no, I don't, like I never. Yeah, uh, you know I'm gonna say that you know. For somebody who got more information about this, please hit us up, man. Send us a message or something so we can be more educated on this. Um, but I also look at it like they're rich, right? And they also need the, the for the tax purposes, you know what I mean? They could do whatever they want, you know, do this to help them with their taxes and stuff too. You know, the charitables that that's giving money to this and that. So um they, they got I don't more know. clothes. They got more clothes though, yo. So yeah. Let me go through this a little bit. It says the goal of the line is to showcase their political views and it features many right-leaning clothing items. So first off, like my issue starts here, right? So the goal of the line is to showcase their political views and it features many right-leaning clothing articles. So to say military lives matter, I'm not right or left, right? We talk about this all the yeah, time, yeah. right? Um, I'm me. I'm myself. But to say military lives matter means that, and you say, and you doing all this right leaning shit. Um, in my opinion, uh, you uh, now you trying to kind of, in my opinion, now mm-hmm. you trying to position the military as a whole as some this conservative thought thing, and there's people in the military that's liberal. There's people in the military that's left. You know, same thing. But it's people in the military that don't share the same thoughts as the the Aldeans or Aldeans, whatever, however you pronounce their name. I feel I need to figure it out. But however, yeah. it's people in the military that do not share those thoughts. Like, and and, and you're representing, in my opinion, this is misrepresentation, right? So you know, a, a, you know, I'm gonna go through another item of clothing of there. A, a couple more items. This clothing line is meant to represent our core conservative values. It's a reminder of how we all must stand up for our freedoms that have made this country so great. Your voice matters. God bless America. Right. So they got another item that says unapologetically conservative. I got no issue. That's who you are. That's what you do. It's another item that says unsilent, unsilent majority. I don't really know what that means. So I'm I don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, I got two ideas for what it means. One idea for what it means, okay, cool, you do you. The other idea for what it means, I got a lot of issues with that, but I'm not going to, you know, kind of think about the other idea for what it means. Another shirt, right? It says the line also includes a gray t-shirt that reads "We the People" in small print on the left side of the shoulder with the back reading "This is our fucking country." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so again, like. 
some of these things, if they read what they say, then okay. But if they read what some people might feel like they imply yeah. or what some people might feel like it might incite, then yeah. it's weird. And I think that was a lot of people's issues with Trump. Um, it wasn't as much, you know, some people, again, I'm not saying how I feel about Donald Trump, but I think some people were more affected by what was implied and what was incited more than uh, what he actually said. Because a lot of that just word to word stuff that he was saying, you could translate it in a few different ways. You know, if somebody wanted to use it and you know, be motivated to do something like this, they could. If somebody just read it like, oh, he said this, you know, they could. So she said, so she said, um, I want to say it's all Dean, man. Somebody need to correct me at this point. I hope somebody's like yelling at the podcast. Like, it's all Dean, <laughs> bastard. But it says, I personally don't give a damn if people don't agree with me. I think it's important now more than ever to stand for what you believe, even if it goes against the grain. Do your research yeah. and form your own opinion. Speak out if you wish, but most importantly, don't bully people who feel differently than you. Yeah, I mean, I feel all that, man. And 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 we in that, we in this we in, we in the country that you can say what the fuck you want to say. I got that. I, I love all that good stuff, right? But when you use the military on top of that, my thing about the military is we can't be we can't go one way or the other. Whoever the president is, that's who we we lean towards, regardless, man. You know what yeah. I mean? I know people got their own little way on thinking or whatever, but we, the chief, is the president. Yeah. Right? Is the president. So we can't. Now, you're using, this, using the military platform to try to make, like, military lives matter. What does that mean? I, I yeah, want to know, like, yeah. what is that meaning yeah. when we can't go left or right or no way? We got to follow the president, yeah, whatever. whoever if, it is. If it's a left president, we, yeah, right. you know, it don't we, matter. We under, but- Military lives matter would not exist if the Black Lives Matter thing was never token, right? Right. Yes. Nobody Say, else would have thought yeah. of this. Like nobody yeah. else would have had the sauce. Like nobody else would have had the sauce to think of this this yeah. slogan, this slogan yeah. or whatever. So it's like a reactive slogan from yeah, you know, because all lives matter was a defensive slogan. You know what I mean? Blue lives um, matters was was same way. Offensive slogan, and some yeah. people some people feel free to disagree, right? But the Black Lives Matter came first, and then like all of these other, you know, lives matter, you know, things. Now we down the military, you know. So we, 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 <laughs> we got, but we went down the picket order, man. The whole order of things, like do do do. That would man, that's military. It's gonna be at every like soon. We gonna be at like you know house pets, man. Like all dogs matter. Yeah, matter. Like oh my goodness, we gotta you know we gotta find somewhere to stop at, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, you have to like. I thought the military lives would have been looped into the all lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like, what are they doing? And then I don't even know how they able to make these. I I don't know. It's just weird, and I think it's time to get off. Of it, man. Yeah. So man. another thing <laughs> in the list of things <laughs> that don't matter and that's really stupid. And I'm only talking about it because it's been circling and I want us to be responsible so people don't think that it's from 2021. Again, though, that's another thing. If you're watching the podcast, I can't help uh but have a picture of this somewhere um <laughs> for you. 
Um, man, we should we, damn near it's time to start a damn segment of just reaction videos, man. <laughs> <laughs> PTSF reacts to, but um, it says a Thanksgiving photo from 2000. So it's the, did you see the picture? Yeah, oh my, I'm looking at it right now. Alone. Yeah, this thing is insane, man. If you, if you, if you watch, oh no, I no, I ain't got to look at it. I did see it. I did see it. Yeah, man. Yeah, hey, yeah, so, yeah. Hey, man. That's some crazy shit, dude. What was up, man? Do, do you have the picture up right now? Hold up. Let me see. See, see no. if you can grab it, man. Hold up. Hold up. I don't have it up right now, but I know I saw it on Facebook yesterday. Oh, my this goodness. This picture dude. is insane. But you know what? Man. I didn't spend a whole lot of time on it either, though. I saw it. I'm like, what is well, this? Pull, pull it up. Pull it up. We're going we gonna to spend some time on it real quick, man. We got to talk about this, man. This thing is crazy, man. This thing is sick. So, uh, I, I, while you pulling it up, I'm gonna give some background feedback. Um, okay. If you got if you got a problem, let me know. I can get it to you fast. But um, 2008, uh, Persian Gulf, November 27, 2008. Uh, Captain Robert Ireland, commanding officer, amphibious assault ship USS Iwo Jima, LHD seven, speaks to Marines and sailors before carving the turkey. For the Thanksgiving dinner for Marines and sailors aboard Iwo Jima, the 26th Marine Expeditionary Unit and Iwo Jima Strike Group are deployed to U.S. Fifth Fleet area of responsibility. The person who took the photo, uh, Corporal Patrick Johnson Campbell, you and the date he took it. Like, what'd you take that for, man? <laughs> <laughs> what you doing, man? You knew that was wrong. Somebody had to know that was wrong. Where you at, Corporal? Do you listen to the podcast, man? <laughs> what was up, man? Was that where I ain't got were? the photo, man? I can't hold up. You still don't have it? Hold up. Let me see if this it right here. I, no, I have it, ain't it I either. Send this thing to you, man. Yeah, send it to me, man. Cause I sure can't find it. Was that what was up in two thousand and eight, man? Two thousand eight, man. I saw that bitch. I was like, look, he got all these people dressed up like this, man. <laughs> who who came up with that? Was that some diversity team came up with that shit? It uh, <laughs> it, it looks sick. Oh my goodness, dude! <laughs> like, I, I, I like, hope what? it. I hope it wasn't a, a diversity team. <laughs> it, it look it, this is this is sick oh man. my goodness man yeah, that shit is, was crazy man yeah if you watching it while i'm pulling this if you if you listening to us give me one second i gotta send this video to damon so he could pull it up but it's yeah, basically man. if you if you don't have it pulled up and you listening to us it's a commanding officer and he's sitting at a Thanksgiving dinner, right? And he got, um, he got the baby. They said somebody said he got the hands folded like, 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 uh, like baby from Cash Money. Like they said he got the hands folded. <laughs> like he rubbing his hands like baby from Cash Money. He got the pilgrim hat on, right? His uniform is creased pretty nice. But um, you you got it, man. You sent it to my email? I sent it to your phone. Okay. So uh I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go from the left, man, because I can't, I don't want to oh, yeah. right, we, we got listeners, man. <laughs> this, this, this is crazy. You got man. it, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh my right. god. So let's, you know, let's start, you know, from the left. Um the, the first person. It's it's a guy, right? Yeah. With the axe. Yeah. 
you got a pretty nice, like a nice linen. Like I don't know what that is, but that looked like a nice, uh, yeah, vacay fit, yeah, man. Like that's little. a nice fit with the with the right. necklace coming out. And then I don't know what's happening behind him. He got like feathers coming out, yeah. and his face is painted. And I don't know. I think he wanted to just wear the fit. But if you go next to him, the girl nice on the right, <laughs> that she looking right. at this captain. Like, like why she, the hell do I have this on? Yeah, you see For her, real. man. For real, <laughs> even see? even the not even her too though, man. Look at the one, the the uh to the right of him. She looking like she she looking yeah, like oh, what, she what's looked, going on too. She look she look devastated, man. She yeah. she she look she's like a a pilgrim, right? Yeah. So he got the pilgrims and uh. So just for context, right? He got it's two African American women, two black women. It looked like a black dude, and then you got that's a chief back there. A chief back there. Come on, man, you leading leading that shit, huh? <laughs> leading that shit, huh, that's bro? A that's, a, that's a chief, and then it's another dude with like face paint or whatever in the back. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, this dude in the back looked minimally clothed, like 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 that's. I, actually, all of them don't look like they got like undershirts on under under this, right? Even but the actually, women. he dressed like the the, the the females in the back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude, yeah, yeah the dude in the back dressed like the women. Um, yeah. The chief, he, he he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna come with my khakis on. I, I ain't gonna really commit to the whole thing, but I'm gonna come with the khakis yeah. on." Um, but like you said, you got the devastated girl. Then you got the dude that looked like the Wicked Witch of the West back there. You see him yep, to the right yep. of the girl that's devastated. This dude yep. just—he looked like he don't want to be there. He look—he got a wild thing going on. Then you got the girl that's like really happy to be. Oh, there. she loves. She's in it. She's <laughs> like, like, in it to win it, like man. She's like happy. Yeah, man. She's in it to win it. She excited to be dressed as a pilgrim. You know, what I mean, ready to eat that <laughs> turkey tur- or some shit. I don't know what's going on. The turkey She's, looks good, but yeah. like. Honestly, this picture is atrocious, man. Yeah, man. Hey, like, this what we was doing in 08. I was in the Navy in 08, man. This how y'all's this how y'all used to like so that was like a year in. That's how y'all used to get down for Thanksgiving. Nah, man. man. We ain't get down like that Thanksgiving, <laughs> man. No, no, no dressing up type shit. We might have had that turkey, but we weren't dressing up as Indians and pilgrims and shit though. That's but, not um, it. Man, man, this 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 picture speaks volume though, man, for a lot of things though, man. Like when you look at it. The first thing, the first thing that I time I put my eyes on it, and I saw this, and I briefly saw it because I ain't spend that much time on it, right? Yeah. I looked at it, and, I, and first thing I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" Right? Mm-hmm. Like, why would you post this picture, um, like this? Um, but I, but 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 I'm gonna tell you this, man. A lot of things, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck was going on during this time, but you know what? 2021, we dragging everybody. Somebody found this picture. Yeah, from 08, somebody, man. somebody found this picture, and they, oh, what the fuck is this? Let me yeah, put this. Yeah, that's out exactly there. what they said too. They yeah. said, as the holidays come around, let's be grateful, and give thanks to those deployed away from their loved ones. Also, <laughs> what in the actual fuck? <laughs> like, yo, what were we doing, man? Ooh, man, like, like for real? Like, what at that? Com- yo, dude, like I gotta go after that, man. Man, we might find out who's on the ship in 08. Right this, it says somebody <laughs> said I was a part of that crew on that deployment, and this picture is great. 
I hope everyone gets triggered because that's what happens these days. Oh, this dude tripping. Oh, uh, the way <laughs> this dude, I didn't even want to read that, man. You were- <laughs> Somebody said, yeah, I'm a gutters made second class. This is weird as hell. I'm glad my CMC and officers were nothing like your inbred ass. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, man, oh my God. This Damn, is crazy. They, they going through it. <laughs> yo, they going through it on here, man. Yeah, I had to read that shit later, man. That shit, right? You know they finna go at each other on that one, This man. is... He said it's a great picture. It is. This is a great picture. This is a million words. I, it's not... Uh, nothing I would ever approve and think was cool, but uh, yeah. as a picture, a way to get people to talk, this is it. Damn. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the only thing it's good for. Yeah, <laughs> but if I would have saw if I would have saw this damn picture, man, uh, dude got an axe to cut a turkey. Yeah, man, and it I, came and, across and, my and desk, I, and I was like, Mm-mm, hell no. And that's the reason I be submitting from certain holidays, man. You don't need an axe to cut a turkey, man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you ain't cut the turkey with an axe. But um, yeah, this was yeah, this was bad. This was weird. Uh, really uncomfortable, real nasty looking, and I'm glad yeah. we are. In 2021, right? Because this ain't 2021, right? And I and I was really, you know, standing up for us, the Navy, in 2021 when a seller I know even posted it. You know, and I'm like, hey, I heard that was the Evo back in 08. Um, but 2021, this not us. I'm happy to say this not us, and I appreciate how yeah. far we've come. However, this was 08. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> this was 08. 08 this man. was Obama's uh, first year in office. Yeah. Oh wait, man! Elected, like right? that's, that's, yeah, that's... this was oh wait, man. This wasn't like uh to like the forties or this is oh wait, man. Like yeah. it shouldn't have like we, yeah. this shouldn't have happened then. Like it ain't nothing good really that can come out from this photo, man. When you like when you send this photo to me and say, you know, whoever approved it, be like. Hey, when I look at that picture, first thing I'm thinking about, you got to think about outside identities. Is this going outside the ship? You know it's going to go outside the ship sooner or later. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like outside the lifelines, but. Why'd they buy all that? I need to, I want us to find the girl. Yo, if anybody knows the girl in the front to the, he's, she's in the, in the picture, she's on the left, but in real life, she was to the right of right. Yeah. the CO. If anybody knows her, please find her. I would love to talk to her. We need to have a conversation. We want to know what she was thinking. I need to know what was going through what her head, her at mind time. at that time. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So what's up with this PMKE man? Oh yeah, man, that PMKE E man. So check this out, man. I got a story behind this, man. Right. So. If you guys are, are thinking or maybe not taking this in, this stuff seriously and all that type of stuff. So one thing about commands, man, we put things out like months ahead of time, man. Normally, normally things like this goes out months ahead of time. And, and normally the admin department is pretty good on getting that information out there. Everybody saying this needs to be done, blah, 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 right? So on one of my shifts, man, um, to, to not name names, um, I had a good DC one. He mm-hmm. was good, man, real good. Um, and it was his first time up for chief. And the whole time, you know, I'm thinking like, "Hey, man, you've been you've been kicking some ass. You got a good evals. You know, your qualifications okay or whatever. But it depends on 
you know, what happens, man, you got a good shot. I remember telling him, man, you got a good shot, mm-hmm. you know, of making chief. So uh, maybe about two weeks from the due date, we get underway for like two weeks. So he didn't do that PMK. He did it on his phone underway. Yeah. Right. So he did it on his phone on the way, but we pulled in. It was too late for it to download and go and, and him being good to go. So yeah, he didn't get the he didn't get that in. So they went ahead and let him took the exam and all that type of stuff. Which uh, it was the first time this thing. The first time I think we did it, you yeah. know, for the Chiefs. So I think it was kind of like some still some some you know stuff that out. we didn't really know trying yeah. to figure it out. So we still let him take the exam and all that stuff and came back and and um, they weren't eligible you know, to, to put on chief or whatever. And um, I remember like having that conversation, man, I remember how devastating it was for the sailor talking to him because he knew he had a shot. And yeah. then when you know, you're going to another command next and you know, you probably, you know, got to work your way and get going mm-hmm. and doing that too. So it was one of those things, man, where this, this PMK at the end of the day, man, it falls on the sailor. The only thing that the chain of command can do is keep inter- uh, reiterating, keep saying it. You have to get it done. But this is something that you on the sailor has to be done. And for the Chiefs now, this year is November the 30th, man. You guys got, what, three days left. So well, I by hope the time it's already. This podcast is going to be yeah. tomorrow. You got tomorrow. Yeah. So hopefully all this is already done and you're good to go. And we just talking in the wind right now. But I do know this happens. This stuff happens. It happens to me on my ship. So um, for all you new first classes that's taking it, I'm more talking to you guys. People who didn't done it before, they kind of know. They they kind of did it before. But all the new ones, your first time up for doing LDO or doing for the chief exam is your first time. You taking it? Remember, you gotta do that PMKE, man. Or you be you gonna be like one have one of those sad faces when yeah, it comes man. to comes for when results yeah. come out. PMKE is like a thing that even the junior sellers struggle, you know, with getting done now. To me, yeah. it's like the, it's the, it's kind of like the mediator, uh, the mitigator, um, the equalizer, whatever word I could uh, think about that kind of like separates, you know, <laughs> the lions from the lambs, man. Like, like it, like it's pushing. I had a seller recently, like, hey, I didn't take the test for a second because I never got my PMKE done. And um I just and I'm I'm kinda new. Um she's like, I didn't know that I had to do it until the last minute. You know what I'm saying? And it's like so now it's people I say that to say like now it's people like just not eligible to take the exam because of PMKE. So yeah. that's helping out those numbers and those quotas and you know, stuff like that for that. Uh, exam period uh that exam cycle so yeah that, i mean it's like the great kind of at this point equalizers just make sure y'all do it man um yeah man. at least let that decision be in your hands you know what i'm saying all right man it's time to talk about it yeah man it's i know you're gonna talk about i know you go i know you're gonna do some reading on this uh but we're we're talking about the ccda guidance yeah COVID. yeah um uh, let me see what this number is. Two five six slash two one nav admin. But also, man, I might bring up a little bit later. I might pull it up too. It's another one just dropped. Two five seven. Mm-hmm. 
for testing for all unvaccinated. Yeah. Just drop. Like just drop. We'll, we'll talk about this. What's up with it? So what's up with it? It, it? So it's pretty much saying if you don't if you don't have no if you're unvaccinated, you're gonna be doing some weekly tests. Mm-hmm. Right. And then it's for like people who unvaccinated, people who got approved or people in limbo right now waiting on a um paperwork to come back to see if they exempt or not. Um if, but if they come into the facilities, they have to be tested. And I think it's like a weekly test, and if they come in mm-hmm. the facilities. Uh, like that so that's one that's for just for unvaccinated people now is this about safety yes all this is about safety right yeah 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 Yeah. is it about is it about safety or preparedness or both i think more about safety man yeah Uh, i mean this this is just me to you this is me asking you like what you think like okay what i think about safety um to be honest with you man um, it is about safety, uh-huh. and I think it's more about safety because of what's going on still, right? You know what I mean? Like, think about it. If you put in a position, um, a leadership position, and people are still dying from this, and right, but you still got people going in and out and in and out and in and out, you have to put something in place, okay? Right? So because guess, all because, huh? No, I was gonna say I guess two five seven then answers my question because my question was what's gonna happen to the people that get their exemptions approved? Yeah, it, it answered it. Yeah, it answered it in that one. Okay, so that mean they're gonna have to take. Well, that would mean it is about safety, but um, yeah. we still have people um transitioning from COVID. So, I lost a coworker this week. I lost a coworker this week. I don't want to say too much about it just for respect for the family. It's just a few days, a few days out, but I lost a coworker, um, civilian uh, woman that sits in the office re- right next to my cubicle. So um, the, the office right next to my cubicle. Um, yeah. And um, she was just, she had, you know, been back um, and she was just warming up to me, actually, like um, starting to just say, like joke with me and. Things that I wouldn't even expect, you know what I'm saying? Like say things to me, mess around with me, and give me shit, and you know, do things like that that I just, you know, um, didn't know that she would even do. Because you know, sometimes people just go in their cubes and just do their be job, quiet. Do their thing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so please, uh, I'm not even gonna say her name or you know, just you know, in respect for the privacy. But uh, rest in peace, uh, beautiful, beautiful woman. Uh, rest in peace, beautiful, beautiful woman. Um, and I know that the people in the office is gonna miss you. Yeah. Hey man, this this is this um just worry about that listening, man. Like for some of us, including myself, um, haven't been hit hard with COVID. I have had COVID, family has had COVID and all that stuff, but I haven't been hit when it comes to somebody, you know, transitioning or somebody passing away. Um, but these numbers are going back up. Yeah. They talk you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. It's going back up. It ain't going nowhere. Um, and I got it, man. Everybody got their own opinions and, and do their own research and do all this stuff. But at the end of the day, COVID ain't going nowhere. Right. Right. I think it's going to be here. Um, it's going to be here for a long time. And it's our I feel like it's our job or our due diligence to do everything that we can to prevent people from passing away or dying from it. 
whatever that case may be, whatever you think it is, whatever it is, whatever you need, you think you need to do. Uh, but I do think we need to do something, right? So with the negative COVID test and all that stuff, I, I don't know. I, I really, I really look at it in a couple of different ways. I look at it in one is that it ain't going nowhere, right? So we're going to live with it and people are just going to die with it and it's whatever. I mean, people can look at it like that. Um, or we could take measures, man. And the measures are, you know, getting vaccinated. The measures are right now anyway, getting vaccinated, uh, getting negative COVID tests and all this stuff. Um, so I really don't have an opinion on which way, but I do want the world to know, man, it, it ain't going nowhere. Whatever opinion you have on it, COVID-19 ain't going nowhere. The only thing that's happening right now is you're getting more variants. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. It's just changing, mutating, whatever you want to say. That's what's happening now. Stay safe. Stay safe. But back to this, one of the things um, I did want to address a little bit about it on this guidance, though, on um, NAVAB and 25621, it did talk about um, if you refuse to take the vaccination, um, you can lose some of your privileges. Oh, yeah. I mean, let, right? let, let, let me get into it. Let yeah, yeah. Into yeah. It, okay, man. go ahead. Go ahead. Let man. me get into it. So uh, the purpose of it, NAV admin provides guidance to commanders regarding naval service members who failed to obey, who failed to obey a lawful order by refusing COVID nineteen vaccine, right? And that's that was the first time that the lawful order part hit me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That was the yeah. first time that I really, really realized what we're talking about. We're talking about failure to obey a lawful order. We're not talking about refusing a vaccine. Yeah. Um, refusing a vaccine is failure to obey a lawful it is what the failure to obey the lawful order is but the the measures that we're we're taking is because you failed to obey a lawful order um you know i got we talked about this on on episode that's probably not gonna come out but um making it a lawful order kind of traps you into having to go through whatever um remediation comes from not obeying it you know what i'm saying so it never was like we said it never was really an option of choice it never was like hey you know you just have your own beliefs and you don't want to get it um stuff like that and you got to get out or you don't want to like it wasn't even like a volunteer to get out you know yeah. type thing it's like yo you getting you know separated so fair to obey a loaf of order um that's the first thing that hit me i don't know if that did that did it hit you the same yeah or? That's that's where it really got real, though. That yeah. one statement, lawful order, everything got real right there for everybody yeah. in the military. Anyway, you can try to postpone, you can try to do this, you can do do that. But when that shit said lawful order, that kind of changes yeah. the whole dynamic of the game. And it's like we know it's mandatory. Um, we knew that, but the, like I said, the lawful order just mean now yeah. I can hit you with shit after yeah. I tell you it's a lawful order. All right, so in order to ensure a fully vaccinated force, U.S. Navy policy is to process for separation all Navy service members who refuse the lawful order to receive COVID-19 vaccination and do not have an approved exemption. Specific administrative actions are directed. However, additional administrative actions and any punitive actions based solely on vaccine refusal continue to be withheld. So some people read that different than I read that. So I'm going to read it again. Specific administrative actions are directed herein. However, additional administrative actions and any punitive actions based solely on vaccine refusal continue to be withheld. So I didn't read that as you can't do anything right now. 
I read that as you can't do any additional administrative actions or punitive actions right now. But now it is another part in here that kind of made me question everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's the first part. Because I know some people I talked to, they was like, I read it. And the first thing stood out was that it says uh, withhold any actions. But I only read withhold additional actions and withhold punitive actions. So I don't know if you read it that way as well. No, I think I when I was reading, I'm more looking at the, probably the second thing you about to talk about. Also, uh, yeah, it's coming up soon. Yeah. So it says the least favorable characteristic uh, characterization of service members that refuse a vaccine without uh, extenuating circumstances will be general under honorable condition conditions. A general discharge will, at the discretion of the Department of Veterans Affairs, result in the loss of eligibility for some VA benefits, such as the GI Bill, to include the transfer of the GI Bill benefits to dependents. Right. That's, that's that's huge, man, for me. That's yeah. that's 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 big for me right there, man, because um as you guys know, man, a lot of young sailors come in the Navy, they do their three, four years, five years, whatever they come in, they get out, they use a GI Bill, they go to school, they do whatever they want to do in their life. If you take that if you do your three, four, five years and you have no GI Bill, no nothing to fall back on to go to school, and you can't give it to your kids, you can't give it to your whoever. I feel like that's a huge deal right there, man. I feel like that's, I ain't going to say handcuffing people to take the va- vaccination because I think that's a little much to say. Um, but you also made it harder for sailors to say no to the vaccination, which I know that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to keep yeah. every sailor. So I know that's the whole point of it. Um, and, and to me, I think they really, really made a point by doing that because now, what do you get out of the Navy on? Say you did five years. What did you benefit by coming into the Navy and doing five years? Yeah. I mean, at this point right now, where we are right now, it's too late yeah. to take your first shot. Yeah. Right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Tomorrow. Tomorrow yeah. is the, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, like you said, like for the five years, and then you spend like your first year paying on your GI Bill, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you lose that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sellers, you know, they joined and I, we talked about it, but you joined and you, you know, you, you put your hand up, you know, you raised your hand, you uh, said your oath, you know, and you said you wanted to be in the uh, military, maybe before a pandemic, before a virus, before this thing that you did not know and might not be comfortable with <clears throat> as far as the vaccine is. But now that it exists. If you don't want to take this vaccine, you gotta go, and you leave, and you lose this, 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 and this. Yeah, you know the country that you so love that you decided to dedicate your, you know, potentially could be your life to, you know, and however many some people join the military and die for our country within a year of service. You know what I'm saying? Or make the ultimate sacrifice for the country within a year of service. So you join this military out of, you know, either love or opportunity or whatever. But now if you don't want to take this vaccine, you got to go. You know what I'm saying? Um, So it says Navy service members would approved our pending COVID-19 vaccination exemption request shall not be processed for separation or be subject to the other uh, administrative actions, right, described in the NAV admin due to their lack of the vaccination. 
Navy service members who are not vaccinated, regardless of exemption status, may be temporarily reassigned with concurrence of the first flag officer and the administrative chain of command based on operational readiness and mission uh, requirements. So you could reassign somebody that's not vaccinated. Uh, and that's even if they got an exemption request in, pretty much. Yeah. Navy service members whose COVID-19 vaccination exemption request is denied are required to receive the COVID-19 vaccine within five days of being notified of the denial. Navy service members who refuse the COVID-19 vaccine after expiration of the specific time to commence vaccination will be processed for separation and be subject to the other administrative actions. Mm-hmm. Right? I hope y'all can hear that I'm sick. Navy service members who initiate vaccinations such that they cannot meet the deadline described are the applicable deadline established. Notify that chain of command as soon as possible. Right. So if you initiate it, but you know you're not going to be done by tomorrow, pretty much, um, you need to have your chain of command notified. And then it says, which it should go without saying, is that everybody need to be treated with dignity and respect. Yeah. Right. So that's what I need right now. Something like yeah, tea, man. So. I, I I tell you, man, that um, when it comes to the vaccination, man, it comes <clears> to <throat> all the sailors and and everything that's going on, man, in the world today. Um, just have a plan, guys. If you if you um if you decided to like, I'm not taking it and I'm getting out. Just have a plan, man. I mean, the Navy is not everybody. The military is not everybody. A plan, um. But have some points to your whatever you're trying to do. Don't follow nobody else's lead. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Make sure as you, this is what you want to do with your life. A lot of times we go out there and we see somebody else. We see an athlete. We see an actor. We see an actress. We see somebody doing something. And we think it's our life too. But guess what, man? A lot of those actors and actresses and all that, they probably millionaires too, man. <laughs> yeah, It's going to be real with it, man. So make sure you're doing this for you. That's my whole biggest point about this. Whatever you do, do it for you. Uh, don't do it for nobody else. Um, do it do for what you, you believe boo-boo. in. Yeah, man. <laughs> Commanders, continue to hold submission of administrative separation ASAP cases are convening administrative separation boards until directed by the CCDA. So I remember when we were always talking about the CCDA, and this pretty much is the definition of that. We were trying to figure out what it was. This pretty much is what it is. It says final directions for submission of misconduct and ADCEP requests based solely on vaccine refusal are expected to be promulgated during the first week of December 2021. In preparation for submission, commanders shall prepare reports of misconduct. So that's the one I'm thinking, like, hold off until December. But I mean, that's not really far-fetched because it's November um like 28th is the last day so that's just a couple days after that yeah but it says this hold the submissions for admin separation until all of that first week of december 2021 that's when we're gonna start promulgating and figuring out what's going on with the vaccine refusal so that's not really that far into the future where action will be you know taking place so it's not really a it's not really like a, a like a fake out. It's like this is about to happen now. You know what yeah. I mean? It's about to go down, um, man. Commanders will notify those Navy service members refusing a vaccine who are executing funded or no cost TAD orders for training or any other official purpose to halt their assigned activity and return to that command within five working days. Mm-hmm. You got five days, man. Bring your ass, bring your ass back here, man. 
Yep. Navy service members refusing the vaccine will continue their assigned duties pending adjudication of separation processing and other applicable administrative actions described within this NAV admin. Commanders shall ensure appropriate risk mitigations remain in place to prevent the spread of COVID-19. And that's the part that I'm, that's the part where I was like, are we worried about safety? That's the part I care about. Like, all right, make sure we put that in there. Like, appropriate risk mitigations. Because this ain't about, only yeah. about doing what we got to do to the people that refuse. It's also about making sure we stay safe. Um, if a Navy service member refusing a vaccine, including the E5, including E5 and below has a pending transfer promotion or advancement, then they got to submit, uh, additional information, appropriate preemptive action is taken. Right. Um, so that's submitting that, um, officers and enlisted fit reps, right? Yeah. So. Within 30, this officers, within 30 days, a Naval service member refusing a vaccine, a reporting senior shall issue an adverse special fit rep. Mm. Um, and that will document failure of the member to comply with uh, IMR, individual medical readiness responsibilities, um, other facts as appropriate, including any additional misconduct associated to vaccine refusal. Yeah, that probably is going to be just a one-liner right there, probably. <laughs> yeah. But then it says the adverse special fit rep will contain no greater than a 2.0 in block 35, military bearing character, no greater than a 2.0 in block 38, leadership, block 42, promotion rec uh, recommendation will be marked as significant problems. The following <laughs> sentence must be the opening statement in block 41. Member failed to maintain deployability or individual readiness standards by refusing the order to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. Hey man, you know what I when you reading that, you know what I'm thinking right now, man. They're no shit leaving no stone unturned on this one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're going deep into the whole thing, man. Which is which is good when everything is explained to people though. And everything is like cut and dries right there in front of you. You kind of know what's coming, what's gonna hit. So I mean, I like that part of it. So at least it's you straightforward anyway. Yeah, you don't gotta translate anything. So enlisted enlisted service members, same thing. 30 days, adverse eval, right? Um, same thing. Um, to document the failure to comply, IMR. Um, two day in block 15 shall be 14 days after expiration date of the specified time to commence uh, the vaccination. These reports should be submitted no earlier than the two date, right? So you got to wait the 14 days after that date that was on the NAV admin. Yeah. So E1 to E6 evals. The adverse special eval will contain no greater than the 2.0 in block 36, military bearing character. No greater than the 2.0 in block 39, leadership. Block 45, uh, promotion rec, will be marked as SP, significant problems. And block 47, retention, will be marked as not recommended. The following sentence must open statement 43. Member failed to maintain deployability. And same thing I said for the officers, right? Yep. A report without these marks and this statement will be rejected and returned for correction. Yeah. So like, hey, like, hey that wasn't yeah. there, man. So when I write the so when I write this eval, my when my um my LPO send that eval up to me, he better have the poem in there. He better have that this nav admin in there, <laughs> highlighted, red and rock and roll, man. We check it, it seemed like a pretty straightforward um um eval, man. So um yeah, man, they most definitely um, making sure that everything is 
checks and balances type stuff, man, making sure everything is there that they need. And it's a reason, right? I think that's the biggest thing now. They are when they say they had no lawful order, they're telling you, now I found like we are kicking you out, but this is the reason why we're kicking you out. You know, uh, and, and 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 what you just said, you can't deploy, right? Right. If you under if you can't deploy and you in a, in a, in a, in the navy, man, that's one of the biggest things, man. Being deployable, man, you got uh, you got to be able to be deployable. If you are not deployable, I don't know. That's that seemed like one. That seemed like a pretty big deal too. The lawful order, being deployable, those two right there. Uh, then of course. You know the GI Bill stuff. Those are three things that pretty hit me in this whole message. Yeah, man. It says I got a sneaky suspicion. Man, you got a different opinion about uh, the vaccine, man. <laughs> oh, we, I'm sure we do. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure we got a. a, a, a <laughs> but it's but this is what the world need to know about this, though. I it's a, a opinion. Suspicion. It's opinion. Yeah. Right, people. <laughs> I mean, I, right I'm now. vaccinated. I, I got my. Yeah, I'm, I'm vaccinated too. A long I'm, time I'm, ago, but yeah. But my thing I, is though, my my, my thing. Sometimes when I see you smile, man, at certain things, <laughs> like it's it's like an evil smile, man. Yeah, man. Because you know why, man. And I and I, I'm gonna say it right here, right now, man. Because the reason why, even I'm talking about the vaccination, all this stuff, and I, and the way I you right, I got smirks and I got this. The reason why I got that stuff, man, because look back at our episodes, I said this stuff. I said this was gonna be mandatory. I said all this a long time ago, man. Like I'm trying months, maybe mm-hmm. a year ago, damn near. I said this was gonna end up being mandatory. So when I'm talking about it, the people, they 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 talking about this, I'm like, man, I, in my mind, I'm thinking, man, I already knew this was happening. You know what I mean? That's where my smirks come from, though. Cause uh, cause uh, I do respect people's opinions and I do respect people uh beliefs and all that stuff. So my smirk more come from me saying <laughs> I said this before. I knew this was coming. Yeah. Okay. So E7 to E9 evals. The adverse special eval will contain no greater than 2.0 on block 37. That's character. And no greater than 2.0 on block 33. That's deck plate leadership. Block 42 promotional recommendation will be marked as significant problems. So if you refuse to get a vaccine, your character will be rated <laughs> at yes. 2.0. Now, I don't, now that's now your character, your deck plate leadership too? Come on, we built on that. Yeah, <laughs> we built on deck plate leadership. We built on character, but um, it's fair to obey an order. So yeah, character, I mean, yeah, I mean, I I see, I see. I mean, <laughs> I'm feeling what yeah. you're saying, but yeah. now, if, I mean, um, if you wrote your own eval, your your character might be 5.0 if you didn't yeah. believe in the vaccine. Your own character, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's man, it's one of those things. It's tricky, man. It's a whole this whole thing, man. This whole Ain't no one gonna fully, um, fully get behind this whole thing with the vaccination, the whole thing. But I do think we need some guidance, and I think this is giving us guidance. I mean, I mean, this the most guidance, man, that we got for anything. Yeah, I ain't gonna say that, but we getting good guidance for this, man. This like some of the most thorough guidance that I've seen for any program. For th- for seller three sixty, it was just yo, just you know, just do it. <laughs> <laughs> it was yo, do it. Whatever you, know, you, you want command. to do, whatever you want to do, just do something. Just do it, man. Eos, right? I'm gonna talk about Eos a little bit later, maybe depending on how long this podcast is. I might talk. I might wait. But yeah, uh, expanded operational stress control. Uh, 
do it by January. Like, <laughs> do it. You know, yeah. not even everybody that went to school for it. By January, these things, this program need to be implemented. Get it done. But for this, uh, for this, um, this COVID, this CCDA thing, let's get let's get back into it. PCS, right now here we go. If you PCS, if you under PCS orders, there's every this is going to cover every aspect of PCS in there. Um, if you have not yet initiated your PCS, can't right. Don't execute the order. Um, and they give you, and this is the this nav admin. They give you exactly who to talk to, what links, what departments, where to get every page thirteen from. Like everything you need is here. Um, for Navy service members and our dependents who have already initiated PCS travel, detaching and gaining commands shall make every effort to contact those service members to advise them of the requirements of this message. The service members should contact their detailer directly, and each case will be evaluated by NPC on a case-by-case basis, right? Commanders, contact your ISIC you know, it, it, to discuss impacts on manning resulting from the PCS order execution guidance, right? It tell you, it tell the insects, it tell, it tell the ISICs who to contact, mm-hmm. right? It, like uh, new Ascension sailors, right? New Ascension Navy service members in the Ascension tr- uh, training pipeline. That's uh, RTC and A and C schools that refuse the vaccine. Immediately interrupt training, place them on an uh, interrupted instruction status, II, and hold them at the current activity, right? Um, if you a new if you a new Ascension uh, a service member. Who have and you got a pending uh, exemption request? Commanders will continue your session level training, including transfer between schools, but will not transfer them to your ultimate assignment until adjudication of your exemption request. Mm-hmm. Right, so you still could do school if you if you deny it, you can't do school. Yeah, if you got an exemption request, you still could do school. Uh, bonus special pays and incentives. May not enter any new agreements for bonuses, special pays, and incentives, and any unearned portion, current bonuses, special pays, and incentives will be recouped in accordance <laughs> with you know references. Gotta get gotta take it back. Uh, examples back examples include but are not limited to the following career retention bonuses, enlistment bonuses, and incentive pays, uh, such as flight pay. Bonuses, special pays, and incentive pays become unearned when a Navy service member refusing a vaccine is no longer performing duties for which they are receiving such a bonus, special pay, or incentive. Um, So when they get removed from the assignment. So bonus, special pay, and incentive pays become unearned as, one, removal from the assignment. Two, associated uh, NEC, AQD, warfare qualification is removed. Three, separated. Right? For assignment or incentive pays, the Navy service member is removed from an assignment. The commander shall notify the office responsible for any special incentive pay of the change of assignment. And then it gives you the exact link to who yeah. you need to talk to, man. It's all there. All right. This one is kind of wordy. Um, and that's the same thing for bonuses, right? Upon removal of assignment, commanders will ensure that page 13 specifically written for Navy service members refusing the vaccine is completed and saved in the service member's electronic service record. And that page 13 is already written and ready for you to just grab it and print it. You don't even got to think about what you need to write for that. Right. Um, Navy service members refusing a vaccine are not eligible to continue education opportunities. If you fail to complete a service obligation incurred for participating in uh, Navy funded full-time, part-time, or off-duty education programs, 
you'd be required to reimburse the cost of the education received prorated for the obligated time served. Right. So you got to pay that money back. Yep. Navy service members refusing the vaccine who incur a service obligation for an educational benefit, example, USNA, ROTC, post-grad school, health professional scholarship program, or in-resident uh, professional PME, will have any unearned portion of that education benefit recouped if separated before completing the service obligation. Navy service members refusing the vaccine currently enrolled in such an education program will be disenrolled from that program as soon as feasible and held at that institution or commanding our command pending administrative separation. Right. T.A. Ineligible if you refuse the vaccine. Commanders must, must withdraw command approval for any T.A. courses not yet convened. <clears throat> Commanders will direct withdraw from T.A. courses, which will have convened and require proof of withdrawal. Um, well, which have convened and, and require proof of withdrawal. Navy service members will be responsible for reimbursing the Navy for the amount listed on the TA authorization voucher. Mm. Officers administratively separated prior to completing the statutory two-year obligation for receipt of TA will incur debt. Skillbridge. Not eligible to participate in the Skillbridge program. Commanders will immediately remove skill bridge approval and recall Navy service members refusing the vaccine as indicated below. Navy hey. service members... Who's up? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Navy service members assigned to commands and CONUS will return to their permanent duty station at their own cost within five days of recall order. If the command is deployed or underway, seller will report to TPD in their home port. If you owe CONUS, you report to the nearest CONUS transient personnel detachment at your own cost. As directed by your command within five days of the recall order. So I'm gonna say again, man, skill bridge ain't even been a thing for me like for what <laughs> about five or six months or whatever. People been really talking about it a lot more. And they got skill bridge in there. Yeah. They're not missing nothing. They're not missing nothing in this nav avenue, man. Uh, Navy was cool. that it? That was, that was the end of it? Navy cool, man. Not eligible okay. for training. Navy cool. For funding uh, for examination-related credentialing fees, commanders will withdraw approval of unexecuted vouchers and withhold future voucher approval for the Navy service member refusing the vaccine. Navy training, recouped. Reenlistments and extensions, not eligible. Right? Extension agreement that is not yet operative, has not taken effect. Commander, commanders must cancel these agreements to extend, uh, to extend enlistments. Promotion and advancement. Refusing the vaccine. Uh, Navy service members refusing a vaccine who are in a frock status should be defrocked as soon as feasible. Spot promoted officers refusing a vaccine should be replaced as soon as feasible. Once removed from the applicable spot promote billet, the command should contact the member's detailer and purse 806 to remove the spot promotion. Uh, commanders shall delay promotion of any officer refusing a vaccine. Um, enlisted advancement withhold. Commanders shall withhold the advancements of any enlisted member refusing a vaccine to include preventing automatic time and rate advancements from E2 to E3. An advancement for any seller in a frock status for pay grades E3 through E9. And then the last part is something that I want to read because um, I feel like I should. It says community sponsor flag officers are authorized to make determinations within their communities regarding removal of warfare qualifications, additional qualification designations, 
Navy enlisted classifications, that's NEC, that's AQDs and NECs, and subspecialties for Navy service members refusing a vaccine. Any decision to remove warfare qualifications, AQDs, NECs, or subspecialties shall be consistent with current community policies and normal practices for Navy service members who do not maintain deployability or individual readiness through their own actions. These decisions, when based solely on refusal um, on refusing the vaccine, must be administrative in nature rather than punitive. So I do. I did want to read that last part. I think a lot wow. was said and not a lot said was said right there, part. man. Yeah, it was. You taking any C's, man? You know, and one thing about the NECs, man, they help us in the civilian sector too. So I, I most definitely think that's a big deal too when you're talking about removing NECs, man. Um, but it's. It's up to that yeah. flag officer's yeah. translation. Yeah. But we know how these, oh, oh, I don't know how this one's going to work, but we know how these nav admins work where we leave something up to somebody's imagination and translation. Yep. Yeah, man. That's, right. Um, and that's and a report. That's a report. Of that's a read of a nav admin. Thank you for a read a long time with Damo. Another session of read a long time with Damo. Yeah. Another nav admin instruction. Yeah. Big shouts out to Damo on that, man. That's a lot yeah. of read, man. A lot of reading. Um and I'm sick. I'm parched. I'm sick. Yeah, I'm, man. Uh, I keep coughing. My nose but it's is very stuffy. But it, it it was very important to get that out though, man. I think I think um, Dumbo being sick and everything, man. It was very important. Yeah, like <laughs> to get that game. information out, man, because um, it's a lot to be said in that nav admin. And he like went through it pr- really pretty quickly. So for everybody out there, make sure you guys do another another read of it, man, because it's some little things in there, man, that interpreted different ways. So if you want to get some facts on it, make sure you're asking the right people and asking the right questions, which is in the nav admin. It's telling you, like, everybody who to talk to, who to freaking do whatever to. And so if you want to find out exactly what somebody's talking about, you most definitely got the information in the nav admin to hit them up. Flu game, Damo. Flu game, baby. Um, I did my, I did, you know, I did it. Did it, did it while I'm sick, man. Oh, flu <laughs> That's my flu game, man. So the PRT cycle next year, right? Oh my god. Just one. Right? So let me tell you, let me let me so I read this thing. Time it popped up on my screen at work, man. I was like, what the fuck is this? Right. My first thing was was because uh-huh. you know when you do I did my I did my PRT and I, and the first thing I'm thinking about and everybody's thinking about is the next year. Right? Uh-huh. Am I gonna have to do this P, this PRT the next cycle? Because you know, if you do it excellent above, I think excellent above, you don't have to do the next cycle. Right? Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking about. You know what I mean? As I'm going into any PRT, I want to make sure I get to that mark, and I'm, I got it all highlighted on what I want to do to make sure I get to that mark. And then you drop a nav admin on us and say, "Hey, um, pretty much this in a nutshell, this is don't count. We just gonna keep this in house, right?" And then we're gonna do one next year, from April to yeah, what that, they said. From that's from what April. they said. That's what I tell. I understand. It's like they don't count, right? They just keep no. It, it don't count. Paper? It don't count. Keep it in house. So all that all that paperwork for that cycle, they're gonna keep it just on paper. But it's yeah, right? Because prims it's, is not up. Yeah, the new prims they got is not up, so yeah. it's not going in prims. That's crazy, man. Yeah. So now I think what did they say from April? The next one, April to September or something. 
April, it, a- April to September. Yeah, that's the but, next one. There's only one though. So, but they only so they want the the data call for the planks. They do want the data call for the planks, but everything else. Just yeah, and I don't even know how they're gonna get that data unless they unless they send it to them. They, I'm they, sure they, they may have they, said it in there how they're gonna get it right. Yeah, they they gave it they gave it away. I think they probably okay. just said it. Matter of fact, when I think uh, when I look at the actually, I think I got the nav admin pulled up. Yeah. I swear, man, if I got this nav admin pulled up and y'all just and y'all didn't give where y'all where we need to send that data to, man. Command selected will be required to submit command PFA plank scores for this data call. Well, did they say where they sending it though? Um, yeah, it's in DON tracker. It's in Don okay. tracker. Um, it's, it ain't happened yet. That's why. Uh, promulgate data call for Act Two commanders to submit a sample of the plank scores uh, through Don tracker. But um, I don't know, man. I'm gonna give my opinion on this. So this is you know my thoughts on this. Um, I'm they saying it's because of COVID, they saying it's because of Prims 2 and stuff like that for this. That's what we're saying. Um, and it's not yeah. nothing that I'm like butthurt or like upset or nothing about. But my opinion on and this nav admin is two uh two six four two one, right? Um so all right, let, let, let me get some more of this, like one of our old captains used to say, like brass tax. Let me get some more of the brass tax first, right? You remember him, the brass tax captain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So uh cycle from April to September. Uh no exemptions based on the 2021 uh, PFA excellent or above. So no exemptions. Uh yeah. so you gotta do it, right? Um, and then uh however, COs they can have local uh, uh incentives if they want. But um, this is my opinion on this. Uh when so I you know, I was in peak, you know, physical kind of like performance shape or whatever right however we Mm -hmm. want to say that i was in that at some point so i did a pfa and i validated um so it took another year for me to do and everybody's not like this so i'm not speaking to everybody i'm speaking to you know my experience it took me another year to do a pfa i didn't come back that next year better than uh i did the year i validated i was worse um so that year off you know messed me up and then i'm looking at sellers now i'm looking at a lot of sellers now i well, basically, let me make my point first because I don't want to drive to it. I think two PFAs a year keep people honest that might not be able to um, discipline themselves and uh, keeping themselves honest by doing one PA. And I know it, they don't say we going to, you know, um, one PFA a year. We just doing one PFA this year. But it's so many people, khaki um, included, chiefs included, that like really kind of wait until the last minute to even think about the 10 week notice to even think about like yeah physical fitness and exercise and some commands not doing you know command pt like they should covid and stuff like that too that's yeah. the thing and then some people don't like crash diets and like crazy things to lose weight we talked about on this podcast mm-hmm. um um i don't think we're going to two to, to one pfa a year but if that's even a thought you know and somebody listening and i know some people are gonna be like man the pfa I hate the PFA when it come around just like the next man, but I respect it and uh, well, just like the next person, but I respect the PFA and I understand why it's necessary. And I think it need to come around twice a year. I think it yeah. keeps us honest and keeps us, it's like PMS. I think it keeps us honest and keeps us in line twice a year, you know? And that might be my more, tra- I usually got some non-traditional thoughts. That might be my more traditional thought that people might not agree with. I think, yeah. I think based off of my own personal experience that we need to, uh, PFA two times. 
Yeah. And then and then I mean I'm kind of with you on that too though. The, the, the twice a year thing. Um but um you could add some more incentives to it though besides removing one. You could add some more things out. More things that command can do 24 hours or 48 hours or whatever the case may be on how good somebody's doing a PFA instead of taking the other one away. Now when it first came out I was all about it though. I was like, "Oh man, I can get validated. I can freaking not have to do another yeah. one." I was like, "Cool." You know what I mean? That's that's cool cuz but when I say I'm when I say cool, I'm thinking from a person like myself that was always working out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it didn't matter. I can wake up and do this PFA with no issues. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. So I'm talking from myself when I say that. Um but yeah. but, but but you are you are totally correct, man. Like two PFAs Two two PRTs a year validates and, and, and help people too at the same time have them looking forward to something because you're right like so you got a year you ain't got to do it because ain't even thinking about it that much but when you got two of them coming up you kind of like okay I better start doing something here and there yeah you know man I mean? you, get my you, get my body get yourself, ready yeah. you know what I mean stuff like that so, the validation thing happened what for how many years like three years yeah probably around that time frame yeah and then and then it's like. It's kind of it's getting, like it's getting it's going, it's going, and COVID <laughs> happened. Now it's going like, man. Yeah, I hope this ain't cool. <laughs> yeah, and I hope this ain't a thing though. But you know, one thing about one thing I always notice, man, we always experience, we always experiment with a lot of stuff, right? Yeah. And I think this right here is giving the Navy a chance to experiment with this once a year. I really do think this is something that we are thinking about. If any focus groups out there that have talked about this, how let us, you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the same time, I think this is something that we're really thinking about. We ain't just, why we have to do it? You know what I mean? Why we got to do it next year one time? It's no reason for it at all, right? But this next year, we're going to do it. They're trying to say it's about safety. It's about the prions having came out. So what? Yeah, that's kind of You still weird. can keep it. You still yeah, can keep the, keep the paperwork. You know what I'm saying? And then the next year you, start. Man, it, it just sound like I'm in there. Like some of the decisions we make now, it just sound like I'm up in there, man. Hey, the prim's still, <laughs> you know, it's like, yo, the prim's still down. All right, well, just take a PRT away, man. Like, yeah, like, like yo, let them just run once, man. Like, yeah, I love I mean, it for real. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, back to these focus groups, though, man. How yeah. let your people, man? You know what I mean? We we always talk about these groups and shit, man. Like any of these groups out there, man. Any subjects, any anything. We haven't said this in a long time, but hey, I want to be a part of it, man. I want to <laughs> have an opinion in there. I want to make sure the right people in there. You know what yeah. I mean? I just want to look around. I'm saying, who's yeah, in this man. office? What's who's up? in this, who's in this meeting, man? I'll let you, boy. Man. Hey, yeah. E Nafit, let's talk E Nafit. Um, e Nafit, a Nav admin came out about TMTF, Talent Management Task Force. Another task force, right? We got a lot of task force. Yeah, man. We got a lot of task forces. I'm not saying that they bad things. It's a lot of them, though. We got a lot of task forces. Um, Nav admin two six seven two one. So now we got the talent management task force to launch a series of eval transformation programs. Right, some initiatives. I ain't gonna talk about them all, but eNavfit, right, online and offline. So eNavfit's supposed to replace Navfit ninety eight, right? Yeah. Um, it's, it should supposed to work online and offline. Um, and Navfit ninety eight was like it's still like part of the floppy disk era, right? Yeah, some yeah. of our listeners yeah. don't even know what a floppy disk Never is. Never seen it before. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and that's access through uh, Bupers and MPC for support for drafting, route, and review and submission. Um, reservists, they get it in December. Active duty get it early 2022, right? So that's eNAFIT. Um, it's the replacement to NAFIT. I haven't seen it. I don't know, really know. No, I think yeah. I saw something, but I don't, I, I think I saw something a while ago, but I don't really know what it looked like. I can't really speak for it. But I'm looking yeah. forward to it. 
Yeah, me too, man. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm the same way. I, can, I can't talk too much to him. <laughs> hey, as info, more info come out about it, yeah. we'll be the first ones on here talking about it and how it looks and might even show some pictures of it. Who knows? Yeah, man? yeah, yeah. I definitely want to, you know. Um, midterm counseling, though, I like this. I really like this about midterm counseling. I like that. I recently did midterm counseling and um, I self-educated my, you know, I did some self-education on some aspects of midterm counseling. So midterm counseling. So it says clarifies timely counselings, um, encourages coaching methods, introduces military individual development plan, which I think it just sounds cool. And then midterm performance checklist. I think the midterm <laughs> performance checklist, me personally, I think it sounds cool because if you read the uh, Mel Persman about uh, evals, well, if you read the uh, the eval the eval guidance uh, more so, if you read the eval guidance, the the performance counseling uh, chapter is chapter eighteen, and it does not really give you much clarity on how to do a counseling. It give you it tell you 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 supposed to use the um, the form that's on NAFIT. So you supposed to use the eval form. You supposed to fill out block twenty nine, block thirty, some other stuff, and then on your block forty three um you just supposed to put uh strengths and then areas of improvement you know stuff like that but and then it tells you that you're not supposed to talk to the person about personal things it should be all professional you know work related kind of things but it's a lot of room for improvement in my opinion in that midterm counseling process um yeah um, period let me get my opinion on this man first off i'm gonna say for whoever came up with this nav admin, I'm going to say this. You guys been listening to the show, right? And you guys been trying to take some little pointers from us, right? I, I and I'm going to say this because we came out and we said we need more clarification on everything we do. It should be a checklist for everything. Yeah. So it won't be no confusion on what you're looking for, what are you doing. We talked about this already. So. Yeah. Whoever we, we whoever made this nav admin, can you guys give us a shout out? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because this is stuff we've been we've been talking about all the time, man. So big shots out whoever came up with it. But um, where you missed the mark at is is giving us love because you didn't do that. But yeah. Um, other than that, hey, I, I like it. I like the midterm, and I'm like you, man. I love talking doing midterms, and 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 believe it or not, uh, when I do my when I do midterms, I educate myself too. Because I be forgetting things I want to talk about. I be forgetting that. But with these midterms, you're talking to individuals. So mm -hmm. I'm going to do research. Man, I'm doing research on their rate. You know what I mean? I'm doing right. research on their job. I'm doing research on what they've been doing. I'm doing research on their last valuations. I'm doing all that. So I like getting into that stuff. And then when we put that date, when whoever my career counselor is for that, and they're giving that date that I'm doing a midterm, I know a week or two ahead of time, I need to do my research and do my homework on that sailor. Um, right. So, and then, and with that, with, with doing that, you educate yourself too. And then luckily, the, the the positive thing about it, in my division, I normally have three rates anyway. So I've been doing this for a while now. So I kind of know about the MR rate. I know about the HT rate. I know about the DC rate. It ain't like I got to do, you know, a whole lot of other things. But yeah, man, um, I like that, man. I like they taking, taking some, taking some of my pointers, man. You're right, man. At this point. The Navy has been, Big Navy has been taking a lot of the things that we, well, we talk about a lot of things in on the podcast that eventually a year after, six months after, Navy rolling something out. 
yeah. I think somebody listening too, man. <laughs> I think somebody. Hey, we appreciate everybody for listening, but I think <laughs> it's a person that's listening that's taking these things from us. Um, my mm-hmm. Navy coaching, right? Which is something I probably wouldn't have uh, thought of. But my Navy coaching, build and sustain a coaching culture, uh, build and sustain a coaching culture, right? Um, and that, like, so from what I read about that, it's a lot of the elements of the, uh, well, a few of the elements of the EOSC, the Expanded Operational Stress Control. Again, a lot of these things have got some repetitive concepts. And I hope that we are finding ways to bridge every gap and make everything kind of the same. But um, what I do want to, do is um like what's a coach to you Naaman? what do you consider a coach to be well what i my if if i was considering a coach i'm thinking of whatever so we playing a navy game so of course somebody who's been doing it for a while somebody who can tell tell someone how to play the game the right way right and how you can look at that that can be from a standpoint of your job that can be a standpoint from an admin standpoint, whatever the case may be, making someone successful and giving them the right tools to be successful. I look at that as a coach, like somebody who's helping them along the way, mentor, you know, something like that, you know, helping them. So, along. so I don't, I don't look at a coach like that, right? I do look at a mentor okay. like that. Uh, I, I got the definition of coach. And I know a lot of us, The reason that's the reason why I asked you, because I know yeah. a lot of us have a certain viewpoint of what we think about a coach. And I think a lot of people look at a coach as like a general leader per- type personality that guides a person, yeah. right? Uh, generically. Now, this definition I got about a coach or what it means to be a coach, a coach is someone who trains a person or team of people in a particular sport. A coach is someone who gives people special teaching in a particular subject, especially in order to prepare them for an examination. So the reason why the reason why I said that, um, the reason why I want to say that is because my interpretation of what a coach is, is somebody who takes a specific scenario, specific goal that somebody wants to reach and tells them how to reach it. Um, so if you have like if you got a coach in any sport, for instance, um, the specific goal to reach game to game is the game. Uh, the specific goal to reach season is the championship. Um, and then like in football or any other, or, uh, you know, most other sport, they got different types of coaches for whatever the goal that somebody want to reach is a conditioning coach, an offensive coach, yeah. a defensive coach. So it's not like one overarching coach. That's like the leader It's a bunch of different coaches that coach you through whatever it is that you, you know, have at that moment, a life coach, right? So some people think that a life coach is, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, if you know, if somebody knows about life coaches, but some people think that a life coach is somebody that, um, helps like their life period. But, um, from what I've read about like life coaches is they have a, you give them a specific thing like, Hey, I want to be more such and such at work. or I want to do this or that. And they help you get to that specific thing. Yeah. Not, they help you do everything or whatever like that. So um, that's what I, that's why if you, you know, ever see, like, I know it's a bunch of people like Kevin Samuels, for instance, Kevin Samuels is locked into when he talking to the women or the men that he talking to figuring out what it is they need help with. Like, Hey, that's the first thing you always got to get down with him 
the first uh, when he talked is what is it that you need help with? What are you asking me yeah. for? Um, and then they say it. He not just giving them like a like blanketed like advice. So that's how I look at a coach a little different. Yeah. Um, whereas you would have told this person your goal and they would find a way to walk you to it or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's good. Hey, um, also with that being said, if anybody else got anything they want to, uh, add to the coaching standpoint, um, please hit us up, man. Send us a message, you know, give us some feedback on, on, on what your definition of coaching is. Yeah. What do you consider a coach? Uh, Navy command leadership assessment and selection program is another element of this new, um, talent management task force where we're going to, um, do more fine tooth uh, combing for leaders, right? And I'm gonna keep it at that. I'm not gonna read the whole description for that, but more fine tooth combing for uh, leaders. And I always say I'm gonna keep something at something, but um, I don't see why I shouldn't kind of talk about it a little bit. So Navy Command Leadership Assessment Selection Program, effort to create a more effective process to select future Navy leaders by including psychological assessments, cognitive uh, aptitude tests, communication skills, pers personality attributes known to be associated with effective leadership into the leadership select selection process. So that right there. So a bunch of civilian yeah. leadership. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A bunch of traits that we got from a John Maxwell book. Yeah. That might not translate to like uh <laughs> being on a ship. <laughs> no, nah, I'm 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 just joking. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Nothing, yeah. I mean I I, I mean um, I'm kinda joking, but I've read so many leadership books and I'm like, hey man, like this ain't I'm not gonna be able to like ever like kinda like bring this to like my mentality on the ship like like it don't work right? a little too dynamic like <laughs> so, like it's too lottery to like <laughs> yeah uh so i got a question for you man do the politics of the eval system serve the greater good do the politics well no before let me now let me make this point before i ask you that question um we talking all this addition and eval stuff right but it's yeah. like yo when we gonna get an eval wizard app like i it's, it's apps where you could like plug in like specific information and you could have a copyright re request or you could have a business plan you just plug in like certain stuff yeah. when we gonna get like something where it's like you know seller's name uh seller's job rate uh you know uh what did the seller do boom 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 um how did it affect the shit boom boom, boom. how did it affect the navy boom boom, boom. and then like after you plug in all this information into the database, a uh, actual 18 line like eval yeah. is written up, worded the way that the eval should be worded. Vice us having to go to that same website and book every year and try to like get like new kind of like sauce from this uh eval thing. I think a wizard would be cool, man. Like a little eval yeah. wizard. Man. I mean, <laughs> cool, easier. I mean, that's what we're about, right? Working smarter, not harder. So, yeah. I mean, I, I I agree with all that you just said, Terry. True, but that's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know you. I know. Yeah, I, I was think, like, yeah. standardized. I, man, like... trust me, Cleo. <laughs> I agree with you totally. Like, um, yo, just let me just write this stuff, and you, yeah, make it yeah. about like like easy like... day because that's where it that's where, dude. That's where I get frustrated from, man. I get frustrated with the with the politics in evals and stuff like that, man, because 
the way they are worded. If everything is you put in there and it's worded a certain way, you know the points you need to touch on when you looking at someone's record, right? Not looking yeah. at flowery fucking words, you know what I mean? Yeah. To make the the Superman or the freaking whatever. I don't yeah. I don't care about that stuff. I care about the things that you're getting done, the things that you're accomplishing for your command, for the Navy, for for things like that. Like so, when we always write. We always talk about what did they do and how did it you know affect everything yeah. else or whatever the case may be. That's kind of how we 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 do things, right? So, um. The politics side of it, man, is when you when you get in a when you get in a room, even when it comes to um, well, well, hey, ranking well, before, boards. Well, well, come, well, go ahead, go ahead. Before politics, though, I do want to say that like an app like that would equalize. I don't know if you still talk about the app because I, 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 yeah, I yeah, hear you yeah, saying yeah, the word politics, yeah, yeah. but I think it would equalize the bad eval writers to the good eval writers. Like, no, it wouldn't have to be. Cause you, if you're a shitty eval writer, they can fuck your career up. Yeah, and yes. I don't know if that's where yours about to go, but yeah, I, I, yeah. yes, yeah, so I'm, exactly. So I'm where I'm listening, yeah, I'm listening to you. Like it, it messes, and and trust me when I tell you this, man. Everybody doesn't write the same. You can come up with like like me. I'm not a great eval writer, but I'm okay, right? right? Um, so what I do is, you know, I look at other eval look at my previous look at other people previous and whatever and, and come up with some some stuff that i think over time that i think will help someone get to where they need to go um but with that being said man we ne- we have not done our due diligence when it comes to if this sailor is better than that sailor for real yeah <laughs> you know what i mean yeah we're 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 still to this day in 2021, stuck on this is my sailor. Yeah. Well, you know yeah, I mean? that's the ranking boards and stuff. Right? The ranking yeah, boards like ranking and, 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 I, and whatever even, the case may be, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even even when you put when you put the human element in it, man, you put the human element in it. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like because yeah. a like five even, like a four yeah. row and a five oh, like yeah. sometimes the stuff that's at the two point oh. Like it's uh, probably written better be than like the- meeting. Be meet, yeah, really meet <laughs> yeah. like how people really are. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, now, now you yeah, ever wrote an eval? Like just speaking on eval writing, you ever wrote an eval and then like you pass it up to maybe like your top snipe, your department head or whatever, and yeah. then they give it like you know they give it back like yeah you know I cleaned it up a little bit and then you see it and you you're like yo like it like yo you yeah, like, oh, yo, yeah. you worse than yeah. me like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. And and that's how I'm reading it. But I'm, <laughs> look, my 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 department head uh, do the same thing. My department head I got now, he listened to this too, so he probably gonna hear it. Yeah. And uh, my only response to when he said like little like the wordy stuff, like little wordy stuff that he says, yeah. my whole thing is like that's how you write. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean. That's how yeah. you, it's your, yeah, it's your, your, you yeah, write yeah, things, yeah, yeah. right? And this is how like I write things now. Now, <laughs> yeah, now using words like was and where I give you that. Okay, yeah, I yeah. messed that up. I got it right. When you, but like some of the stuff that you want to change, you want to do. That's how you you get down. Yeah. You and that's I mean? where the and that's where the app would you know like yeah I, I clear all it up. I recently wrote, like I just wrote something like it saved the navy like. 89,600. And I did like all the calculation and all mm-hmm. that. And I, I passed it up. Uh, the warrant, much love, respect for warrant. Warren took that thing out. He was like, Yeah, you know, 
You might care about that. Because I had to take that out. I'm like, yo, this 89,000. Like, we saved the Navy. This. He's like, yeah, I had to take that one out. I'm like, why'd you take the 89,000? It was just, you know, one of them. But, you know, those things. But in other cases, I've had evals come back. And I'm like, yo, I didn't. I would have never wrote this on here. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And like in, in some other cases. Um, now, now we do get to my, we, we kind of, we've been going for a minute, but, um, yeah. now we do get to my question is, do the politics of the eval system serve the greater good? That's a, I have a, I have, um, foundation for that question. Um, but my question is, do you think that it's politics when it comes to the eval? We talked about evals before, so yeah. we don't got to really talk about this too long, but do you think it's politics when it comes to evals? I really don't know if it's politics when it comes. It depends on what part of the evaluation we're talking about. So, but, time but, and rate, like ranking, when it comes yeah, to ranking. Ranking. Um, Specifically ranking. I think the, politi- the, the politics comes into it uh, when it comes to um, somebody who already has the EP. Yeah, yeah, that's the politics I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, about. that's that's where I think. I think if you... It, it, do I think, think though, I, I think it's good? politics. No, I don't. I don't disagree. think it serves the greater good. But we have built in that it does, and it's built in, right? If somebody outperform you, you get outperformed, right? That's my my thing. If you get outperformed, you get outperformed. But our board selections and all that says something different. It says if you drop from this to that, it needs to be a reason in there. Right, a reason why that that sailor dropped. So the politics to me is, guess what? This cycle, this year, they got outperformed. All right. So right? how do you how do you take care of the seller that has already exceeded every you know slot that they had to exceed? Yeah, I mean, and that's where that's where it get tricky. Nah, it's no, it's no, it's no, like what that's I'm saying. That's the greater this, good, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in I mean, my opinion, somebody yeah, else yeah, might yeah. be listening yeah, yeah, yeah. and not think that that's. Now, the I'm saying, good. I'm saying this on, on on top of not saying it's is is bad or good, but I'm saying is though, in a situation like this, some people do get outperformed for that year. But you are correct though when it comes to nothing else for them to do. What else can they so do to you, to to? You, yeah, you got two sellers. You got one steamrolling yeah. through the command to get to where this other one is. Yeah. You know? So who's getting it? Who's who's number one? The steamroller yeah. or the one that's there that been there. Just sitting like a but, fat cat. Yeah, I mean, yeah, man, that's tough. I mean, it kind of got me tongue tied now because because you are right though, man. When when you have done everything, you you sustain, you still sustain, you know what I'm saying, superior performance. So yeah. it ain't like you dropping off. You just it's pretty much nothing else you could do <laughs> to, right. to, to, to get stuff done. So I, I kind of see that too, man. I, I can't it's I have to go with the greater good. Cause you start dropping those sailors, they career is done. I mean, that's that's just, that's period. That's that's what it is right now, anyway. Should people get transferred after they get a number one EP? No. Okay, I don't think so. They, I, it happened. It tried to happen to me though, and it, it, it almost happened to me. Tell you the truth. So <laughs> let me give you an example, man. I, and I, I'm trying. I ain't really calling nobody out. They probably don't listen anyway. <laughs> but I was at I was at a command where I went from the P, a P to number one EP, right? Uh-huh. Number one. 
So <laughs> I was transferring in November, right? Yeah. So the evals September came around and he called me into the office to tell me he will transfer me earlier. So somebody else can have a number one EP. Yeah, but that was your number one. That, so that would have been two number one EPs straight? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. So he asked me, he asked me that. And I and I told him, like, you know, not to be, not to be, because I wanted to get some guidance on this. You know what I mean? Because one thing I'm thinking about, okay, I'm going to leave early. You know what I mean? And I was ready to go back to ship. So I'm kind of like, you know, I'm ready. Yeah. So at the same time, I was like, let me talk to some people, see if this career thing is is worth you know what i mean like, yeah, like yeah, career yeah, wise career. and um man everybody who i talk to man that's the worst if you do that that's the worst idea you can ever do man that's the worst thing you could do yeah you know what i mean do your time get your evals and move on man like yeah. that's that's it is what it is so i never got good advice about that whole situation man so i came back and i told went in his office and told him nope i want to stay i I mean, I said it, you know, tactfully and all that stuff, but I was like, no, I'm going to stay, you know, my time, for, you know, here, and then I'm going to leave when I'm, I'm supposed to. And he yeah. he didn't he didn't rebuttal to it or get mad about it. He just said, okay, and then we moved on. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, it, it, it almost happened, though, man. Like he said, he called me and personally asked me to leave early. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan. I mean, I understand. Why they, I understand. I ain't going to say I agree with it, but I understand what they were trying to do. Trying yeah, to spread yeah. that, trying to move yeah. that stuff, spread that wealth, and yeah, some risk of stuff probably going I, on there. You know what? My whole thing was it was that personal though. That's what you don't never know though. Is that a personal thing? Are that coming from the CO down? I don't, yeah, which I don't yeah, think yeah. so. You know what I mean? I think it was a personal, a personal thing, man. And and then not to, not to say nothing too crazy, but um, he was a SEL. Okay. And the number two guy was his rate. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's different. Yeah, that's yeah. you know. What I mean? Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, you talking yeah, so about I, something different? I mean, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm just about, that's my opinion. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, we talk about something different. All right. So, what's this consistent leader? Uh, you want to you want to get into that now, or you want to wait till? Well, no, I'm gonna wait on that one, man. Uh, we okay. we've been going for a while, so I'll uh, I will we'll hit that up. Talk about that. Um, the next one, man. I right, like this, to get into this. This is what I want to say before you go ahead, go ahead, man. Before you, you got something for real? You got something else? No, you, no, no, no. Oh, no, oh no, yeah. No. So, all right. Yeah. So, let me get. So, before you get into that, let me say this uh, expanded operational stress control due January. Team leads. Where y'all at? You know, where y'all at, team leads? I'm Let's a team go. lead too. Um, so, we need to have some conversations about how we're going to implement these programs. I'm not going to sit here and act like mine is perfectly implemented. Are implemented at all? You know what I'm saying. We've been working it, and, <laughs> and we got to You know, I got a a a, a, e, a lead and stuff like that. So we working it. We trying to get everything you know done by January. Um, my quick question for the EOSC people is why would why would we set a hard date on something that we didn't even get everybody in school to do? You know, that's my real thing. Is we already know that it's a lot of people that's not like haven't went. Like I could count. Yeah. On one hand, how many people in my region has gotten this training? And I mean, that's between leads and team leads. And it's two of us that got it. You know what I'm saying? So that's already you could take two away. You got three left. I'm saying I could count on one hand and not every finger. You know what I yeah. mean? So um, uh, why would we set a hard date on something that we still figuring out? The next part is we got programs that's powered from EOSC that 
don't work with flank speed. Like we got to figure this out. You know what I'm saying? But like, why ever? Why will we ever set a hard date on something that we haven't figured out? You know what I mean? And that's my biggest part about this. Um, So EOSC, we're going to talk about it. I'm going to actually probably talk about it and all the elements of it because I think it's a good program um, next week because it's due January. Yeah. But and flank, I don't, flank speed ain't ain't doing shit either. Flank speed yeah. all jacked up. Right. But mm. I, I think it's I think it's pretty harsh. And it's something that we've done. Like we've been like I said with 360, it's like, yo, just go do it. <laughs> like, like whatever it is, just do it. EOS, hey, January. Like, come on. And they give you a lot of material, but it's like you gotta inculcate, which means kind of inject into the culture of your command a whole program, a whole way, a new way of navy living. You got a lead and a team lead that has to do all this by January when we know people ain't start going to school till like October and the classes ain't really full yet. Yeah. Come on, y'all. Yeah. You know, you. but that's it. That's all I got for that. Yeah, man. Um, Man, let's get into this movie, man. Yeah. And this is you know first. I mean? This is a first for us. A first for us. This is yes. the first. It's a first. It's a first, yeah, man. First. We're going we gonna, to talk about a movie that we don't normally talk about. You guys know we always hit the military movies and things like that. Mm-hmm. But today, today we're going to we're going to give you guys a quick review on um King Richard. Yeah. Right? A Will Smith movie um about, you know, Venus and Serena's dad, mostly about about him and how he got down and how he he um was doing the things that he did to make sure his daughters were successful. Not just Venus and Serena, like all his daughters. You yeah. know what I mean? All of them. Um, so, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. So, uh, I'm going to kick it off with my review, man. I, um, my review is not necessarily on Will Smith performance or every anybody in the movie performances. My, my, my whole thing, my first take is it's an inspirational-ass movie. Yeah. Right. I remember bringing my like my son. I watch it and I bring my son in because I feel like that's kind of how I am sometimes, man. I want my 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 son like for especially when it comes to sports and stuff, you know, to be competitive and and to to have that drive, you know, to, to be to be great or to be good or whatever. So I remember bringing him in, like, hey, look at this, look at that, you know, how you know in the rain, in the whatever time it is, you know, they was working. Trying to get better, trying to yeah. trying to be, you know, um, be at top peak performance for for the dad or for themselves or whoever it was for. Um, but the plan that King Richard had in place, you know, what I mean, before it even happens, that was more inspirational for me as a dad. Like this dude had a plan. When I yeah. say I'm not bullshit, when I'm talking about, okay, I want my son to play basketball. No, I'm talking about. On this day, we're gonna do this on that day on this month. And he had it broken down. Spreadsheets. Uh, spreadsheets and everything yeah. about, you know, on what he was gonna do and what he was gonna accomplish. Um, even the interviews with 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 people he was doing, he like knew all that stuff was coming. You know what I mean? Um, and it was crazy, man, how he just how he set it up on how he went talk to certain people. And he pretty much, in a way, um, in the movie, you look at the movie, he bullied his way into some of those situations. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like some of those situations, he was like, oh, stop. You finna watch my kids. You finna watch them. You know I mean, watch them hit the ball or watch them do this. And um, it paid off, man. It's paid off. So it was an inspirational movie. I think Will Smith did a 
did a, a good job um with the movie um but the movie was bigger than just his performance you know what i mean to me the the whole is the, the movie was bigger than the actors in it <laughs> it was just a whole inspirational piece of the movie that got me yeah yeah for me um well let me start out right when uh, ronaldo marcus green directed it zach balin wrote it will smith stars as richard williams Anjane Ellis is his wife, uh, Brandy. Mm, good role um, too. My boy John Bernthal from The Punisher, man. Uh, yeah. He did his thing again. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sanaya Sidney was Venus, and Demi Singleton was Serena Williams. Like I said, I really like John Bernthal in this. Like, it was yeah. different for him. I'm used to seeing him like crackheads yeah. and like do yeah. things like that, but watching him do this was a little different. Um, first part I'll say is this, like we always talk about me and Will Smith and people think that like, I, if you've listened to the podcast enough, you know, that it's like this thought that I just hate Will Smith. That's not true. Um, I just think that Will Smith in recent time has made more bad movies than good. I will file this under a good, like, for instance, like bright or you want me to name every spies in disguise? You want me to just go through every horrible Will Smith movie? Or no, I don't. No. Okay. No, I heard um, enough of those. Okay. After Earth. All right. All right. That's it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> what I will say is King Richard is not one of those. It's a good movie. Real good. I'm, I knew he was going to do good in like one of the very opening scenes. Like it was like a fight scene and the way he got up, like how awkwardly and uncomfortable. Like it was just, it was a good thing that happened right there so will smith was amazing and it, i liked him i don't think he gonna win an oscar for this i think he was amazing i don't think he's he deserves an oscar for this role um with a dicaprio movie and a denzel movie coming and i know they're gonna do some crazy stuff in these movies however i think if i wouldn't be surprised because like, let me say it right i wouldn't be surprised if will smith won an oscar this year for this role um do the politics and stuff like that. Same way we talk about some some things that got to do with evils. The same thing that got to do with Oscars and stuff like that. So I, I I can see him. I wouldn't be surprised if he won. I don't think this going to be the best role of the year. Um. Now, um, what I want to talk about is Richard Williams, though, because he, to me, I was intrigued by him. You know what I'm saying? Not Will or anything. I was intrigued by Richard yeah. Williams. Um. And he, like you said, he had to plan pretty much before his daughters were born on like spreadsheets, pamphlets, like, you know, and he followed it. And that was just big inspiration to like, oh, just write it down, plan it. How we always say, write it down, plan it, yeah. dream it, think it, execute it, make yeah. it happen and execute it and do it, do it, do it. The second part, you know, because like I said, if you listen to us, you know, we, we almost had the three hour mark. But the second part for that for me is the fact that he would not let people give negative projections to his daughters. When one of his daughters was doing an interview and, you know, they try to ask him and this real, this is real. This is not like, you know, this actually happened. We saw it. But they try to ask her. They try to make her feel like she shouldn't be as confident as she was about winning a match. And he's like, hey, stop. Don't do that. You know, you're talking to a girl. He said, he said, you're talking to a, a, a young black girl. Child. He said, you're talking to yeah. a girl. You're talking to a child. Like, what are you doing? Just projecting like thoughts of failure into this kid, like that they don't need to have, you know? And I, and I, me personally, I'm at a point now where I think we only fell based off of 
how we receive other people's projections and what we project upon ourselves. I think we could do anything we want beyond measure um, if we believe that we can do it. And we not only believe that we can do it, we take steps to execute. I don't think it's anything anybody can't do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, I, and, and that movie reinforce you know my thought there my idea on there i mean a while ago i thought well will smith can't make a good movie but it looked like he wrote down some stuff and he reinforced that stuff and he has a good movie now you know what i'm saying you think he look you think he looked at the pot got some of your he probably looked at a lot of pods because I ain't the only person that like, like that think that but at this point. I remember being like probably the outlier when he played in Seven Pounds, which was a decent movie. And I was telling, but he played in Hitch the same year. And I was telling somebody, I was like, "This ain't good, man." He played the same role in two movies, man. Mm. Hitch, and, if you if you look back and you watch Hitch and Seven Pounds, that's the same role. I was like, he yeah. played the same role, and then somebody was like, "Well, Seven Pounds is good," and I was like, he got outacted by everybody in the movie. I think Ted Danson was in there out acting him. Rosario Dawson. I don't want to get to because Will Smith praised. Will Smith did great in this movie. He's going to be yep. nominated for an Oscar. Uh, he has a strong chance of winning an Oscar. He did incredible in this movie. This was this is what I want to see from Will Smith. My brother said he's one of the better actors to portray like real people. He said he did great in Ali. Uh, I didn't really watch Ali. Um, into where I can remember it. I remember some of Jamie Foxx, and I didn't watch Pursuit of Happiness either, to be honest. I never was watching the movies that I think Will Smith was only playing in to try to win an Oscar. But um, yeah. this one was really good. I liked it a lot. I, it, it makes me want to go and finish. I, I, I did start Pursuit of Happiness. It made me want to go finish that movie. Yeah. Um, Book. The book that I want to talk about real quick. Did you have anything else for that movie? No, no. no. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a man like a four and a half out of five it's a good, really good movie man um my yeah, I book give it a four is also four four yeah my, my book is the expectant father um and then this book let me give you real quick uh armin a Brat with jennifer ash ruddick the expectant father so i bought this book when we were about to have a kid when before the miscarriage and stuff like that that's when i yeah, bought yeah. the book um and i just wanted to have a book that kind of gave me some information on being a father this book gives you a month to month guide from like birth, like conception to the actual delivery. And then like even a few months beyond just what to expect, um, what what she's going through, uh, what the baby's going, it's what you, what you're going through, what your uh, wife or your, you know, your kid's mom is going through and what the baby is going through, all of that yeah. stuff. Uh, things you should buy, resources, things you should purchase, stuff like that. So I actually decided to read it very recently, actually. Um, I said, all right, I'm going to just sit down and read this thing, man. And it was really, really good. And I feel like I understand so much more about the mm-hmm. birthing, the pregnancy, the process, uh, resources, and stuff like that. So what, in my opinion, whether you're an expectant father or not, I think this is read, a huh? book that you should read. You know, and I got a, I got another two hours about being a father to talk to you about, but I know, I know it's time for us to go live life. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. For sure. For sure. <laughs> and our fan and our listeners to go live life. We appreciate you guys. We had you for a while today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. I'm sick. I hope you could hear it. I'm sorry. I apologize, but we wanted to get to you and talk to you. Yeah, man. Hey, we've been, you right. Been on a while, but um, most definitely want to throw another shout out to that merch. Make sure you guys check that out. 
um, Mississippi. I'm going to share this with you guys. Make sure you guys share that, you know, <laughs> and everybody else too, man. Uh, big shots out to everybody, man. Hope everybody had a, a great Thanksgiving. Uh, again, another shout out to all the new Chiefs, you know. Um, so, hey, mm-hmm. it is what it is, man. Let's go. Let's get it, man. I'll let you world. <laughs>